Hey everybody, how the fuck are you? Ooh, ah, that's my tribute to Dom Herrera. Ooh, ah, ooh. This Friday, I'll be at the Ice House in Pasadena for two shows, uh, 8 and 10 p.m. I'm not tweeting them until this podcast comes out, so podcast listeners can get in quick. It's almost sold out already, though. Uh, then I got a bunch of dates coming up, including Friday, November the 17th in Denver at the Belco Theater, and then Saturday, November 18th at the Comerica in Phoenix, two shows at the Belco, one in Phoenix, joerogan.net forward slash tour. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by my all-time motherfucking favorite pair of underwear, Me Undies. Me Undies, phenomenal underwear that just feels so much more comfortable than any other underwear that I've ever owned. That I don't use other underwear anymore. I chalk them. I gave them away to goodwill. Some homeless person out there, probably not a homeless guy, maybe a college kid. Why am I so depressing? Why does it have to be a homeless person who shops at goodwill? Could be someone trying to save some cash and get some nice secondhand underwear. But if you got mine, I hope you enjoy them. Because I'm done! All I wear now is me undies. That's it. They just feel better. They're made out of something called Micromodal. It's a sustainable fabric. It's made out of some fiber, some fucking plant. It's three times softer than cotton. Feels great. And it uh, just, it, it's a gentle caressing of your private parts. Soft and cuddly. Wicks away moisture. And uh, I fucking love them. And now they make socks. God damn. Really? Yes. They make awesome socks as well. To get 20% off the best and softest underwear and socks you will ever own, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to meundies.com forward slash Rogan. That's meundies.com forward slash Rogan. Da, da. And we're also brought to you by Stamps.com. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. You don't have to go to the post office. But I do. I have packages. I gotta bring them. No! Listen to me. You don't have to do that anymore. With Stamps.com, you can create a Stamps.com account in minutes online with no equipment to lease, no long-term commitments. This is what happens. They send you a free digital scale. You put your packages on a digital scale. You buy and print official U.S. postage with a regular computer and a regular printer. You put that postage on your package and you're fucking done. Hand it to the mailman, mail person, mailwoman, drop it off at the post box, whatever you got to do. But you're done. For any letter, any package, any class of mail, you can buy and print official U.S. postage using your own computer and your own printer with Stamps.com. Again, they send you a digital scale that automatically calculates the exact postage, and Stamps.com will even help you decide the best class of mail based on your needs. No need to lease a fucking expensive postage meter, and no need to go to the post office. Again! And right now, you too can enjoy the Stamps.com service with a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale without long-term commitments. Go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in J-R-E. That's Stamps.com, and enter J-R-E. And never go to the fucking post office again. My guest today is the great and powerful Brendan Schaub. And we are going to break down UFC 217. It was a fucking hell of a night. An amazing fight card filled with chaos. 
and we're going to break it down. And uh, we're going to talk about that, and I'm sure we talked about dicks and some other stuff, too. I think so, right? Uh, but enjoy. Brandon Chobb, ladies and gentlemen. Joe Rogan Podcast, check it out. The Joe Rogan Experience. Train by day, Joe Rogan Podcast by night, all day. Yeehaw! And we're live. Yes. Dude, what a fucking crazy weekend, huh? What the hell? Watch those three title fights. That was like, it was really funny because we were talking about this and you were like, this is probably one of the best cards ever, but we have a high likelihood of all decisions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> Goddamn, was I wrong. I'm, I make some good picks, but every now and then I just, I looked at the matchups. I'm like, everyone's so close Yeah, in competition and skill wise. I was like, we're going to get a lot of decisions, which I don't mind. And then as we're watching, I'm glad I was wrong. As we're watching, like, holy shit, best UFC card ever. I don't know what was the most surprising outcome, too. It's like, did you just crack yourself? Yeah, did you just hit the antlers? You all right? Jamie SCT. Jamie just ran. I told you that was a bad idea to put that thing there. Yeah, I'll remember eventually. All right, we're going to put out, like, a, a red light. We got uh, an elk <laughs> antler right over near where Jamie has to <laughs> walk past. He's hit it past. twice. He's whacked his head. It's the hat with the brim. Like, the brim this blocks hasn't been the there antler. forever, and I'm not there. And right. I'll, I'll Spatial get awareness. Mm. You're getting used to the space. Fuck, man. Um, so, the, I, th- I think maybe one of the most impressive things, or confusing or or unexpected was how fucking good gsp looked the dude's gone for four years comes back and immediately i see him moving around and popping the jab and i'm like jesus christ he looks like gsp he now hold to yeah yeah i see i wasn't i wasn't that and everyone's like oh here's child the hater no i wasn't that in love with gsp's performance you weren't I thought he looked good. I thought he looked heavy. I didn't think he looked as, you know, obviously he, he put on some pounds. He was thick. He was thick, thick, like yeah. three musketeer thick. Yeah. I thought he put, he put on some pounds and his cardio wasn't that great. And he had well, he cardio for days before. Yeah, he definitely was suffering a little bit because of that. And also, it has to be a big factor, four years off, just the nerves and all the jazz. Huge factor. And I, the struggle to hold Bisping down. Bisping's fucking hard. And, you know, honestly, taking him down was one of the worst things that could have happened. He got cut the fuck up Bisping the didn't top. work down there. Yeah. And what I was worried, if, if it went to decision, I thought, Bisping's actually winning, even though GSP got him down mm-hmm. for that portion. If the if the hopefully the judges see that Bisping's doing the damage down there. Oh, for sure. That should count in their eyes. I agree. I agree hundred percent. The only time that's ever really counted though in a in a fight is Kevin Randleman versus Boss Rutten. Remember? Mm-hmm. Kevin Randleman took Boss Rutten down, mm-hmm. but Boss Rutten was beating the shit out of him from the bottom and Randleman didn't do anything, but a lot of people were super outraged after that decision. You know, that was a weird one because most of the fight was spent with Boss on the bottom and Randleman mm-hmm. on top. That's old school. I, I think I think GSP obviously looked great past the test. I didn't see. I always look what's next. I didn't think. I thought Bisbing was super hesitant because for this reason they trained earlier, right? They trained in two thousand eight, and Six. I guess I guess two thousand six, so a while ago. I guess GSP just kind of mopped the floor with them, like kind of yeah, did whatever wrestling. he wanted. So then I think GSP's camp and their their thinking was all right. Middleweight's really not where we should be at, but Bisping's kind of easy picking for us. We might as well go get the belt from him if we're going to do this big comeback. So, yeah. I, so I think he thought it was a good matchup, and I think because they trained prior, that wasn't normal Bisping. Bisping pushes the pace. I think he was so worried about the takedown, rightfully so. I don't, I don't think that – Bisping didn't look great to me either. No. He looked very uh, Super hesitant stiff. and stiff, <laughs> and he, he looked like – you know, Father Time was like, yo, man, tonight's your night. 
I don't think it was a father time thing. I think it was in the back of his mind. I mean, he was very openly admitting that GSP dominated those training sessions that they had in 2006. And he was saying, look, I'm much better than I was back then, which I'm sure he is, but you can only get so much better. It's also a mental thing. Yeah. Like, like, damn, when he did that, and he's impossible to get <laughs> off. So yeah. I, th- I think he was very reserved. But I just, I, I thought, again, I thought after four years, hell yeah, George looked mm-hmm. good. Did George look good enough to beat like a Whitaker or Yo Romero? Probably not. Not to hate on his, perf- not not to hate on what's going on right now because the epic night. I just look at the real middleweights, yes. meaning Whitaker, Yoel, Luke Rockhold. Yeah, it went with those cardio problems. I was like, this was a fun one. And you're crazy if you think he's gonna fight again at 85. That ain't happening. I don't think so either. I can promise you that's not happening. I think he drops right back down to one. He's fighting Woodley next. Yeah, when I was thinking about him fighting, and Woodley's no fucking picnic. That that's not a, a cakewalk. That ain't a good time. Matchup wise, it's very tough for GSP. But you know, Woodley's been uh, dealing with a shoulder injury. He hurt his shoulder pretty bad in that fight early in the Thompson fight. And so, what he does about that is what that that that's what that's what's up in the air. If he chooses to have surgery, I believe he has. A, I don't know if he's talked about it, but I think he has a labrum tear. So the question is what he decides to do about that. I heard him say about Colby Covington, we should talk about him. He's killing me lately. But yeah, but in I a mean, good way. But he, he was saying, he goes, yeah, my shoulder's messed up, but it's good enough where I could whoop Colby's ass. Now, right. is it good enough to whoop GSP? Probably not. But Whitaker's out, too. Yeah. If you, but if Whitaker's you, almost back. If they do another intern belt at, at welterweight, I'm going to bust. I'm going to freak out. If there's more intern belts, I'm going to freak oh, the fuck out. If they do a, who would do? Who would they do? Well, if Woodley has to do surgery, and then GSP's like, Wonder nah, Boy I'm not versus fighting. Covington? Oh, my God. Or GSP versus someone down there. GSP versus someone would get a lot of press. Yep. They think they got over a million pay-per-view by Saturday night. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. I thought, I thought it was going to do around 700s. They might have got a million just from Canada. They said Canada was tracking higher than the uh, pay- the pay per view for Mayweather versus uh, McGregor. Really? Yeah. Canada, come on. Canada's crazy for GSP, bro. Love him some GSP. I mean, he won Athlete of the Year back when the UFC was like not nearly as popular. It's true. He's pre Ronda and pre Connor. He won Athlete of the Year. Well, in Canada. well, now obviously there's the Conor McGregor effect, but there's no one in the UFC who can go to Canada and sell out the Bell Center, the no. Giant Toronto. Now you can do that. His next yeah. fight, you can go up there and do that. Oh my God! His next fight, now he's the middleweight champion in the world. Holy shit! Jesus Christ! You, you know in his contract, and Dana said this, but contracts are like <coughs> pinky swears in the UFC. They're kind of like, all right, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I think. You know, in his contract, he has he and he said this, and it's in his contract. He has to defend the middle for the middleweight title. But again, it's, it, I don't think it's going to happen. Because you hear if Freddie Roach talked about how eighty five is not where he wants to be at when they asked him what's next, and then also remember it, all this adds up. It's easy to figure out. You have to be fucking Sherlock Holmes. Whitaker was cage side. If that fight was next, the way you rip your promo is bring Whitaker into the cage. They're like, Nah, son, you're good. You sit there. You ain't coming in here. We don't need that right now. Sober October's over. I'll it's definitely over. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know, man. Whitaker, uh, I'm sure, would want that fight. But Hell yeah, he'd want that fight. I don't think GSP was ever really considering it. No, I don't. it's just not a possibility. I think GSP... Woodley's next. But, yeah. But <clears throat> with Woodley injured, here's the real crazy question. Um, if Connor defends against Tony, and that's a big fight... Which I heard is in March. That's the rumors. What do you think about GSP? Versus Connor. I know, right? <laughs> what? I'm whispering because it's crazy. Oh, 
A lot of things have to happen in order for that to line up. So Connor would have to beat to Tony. Shitload of weight. Which I think Dude he's a, down to do. Go, he was a gorilla. When I interviewed him at the weigh-ins and I put my arm on, I was like, <laughs> it's too what thick, in the though. fuck, dude? He's giant yeah, but it's, too, it's too much. It was just too much. It was it's like... Huge. Yeah, yeah. It's just, he's way bigger. Like He looked like 200 plus pounds when he got into his the His frame's so much bigger than Connor. Yes. But just the, the magnitude of that fight, they do it at a catch weight. That's a super fight. When we talk about super fights, no, that's yeah. a motherfucking super fight. It would have to be at 170. But if they did do it at 170... Connor would have to get through Tony. Yeah. GSP is going to have to beat Woodley, and then you get an end of next year. There's a lot oh, that has to line God. up because Connor That's beating a big if. Tony's Woodley is a giant. But if. even if he doesn't, it's still a super fight, right? If he loses by devastating knockout, it's not a super fight. Yeah, you know, we're probably to see not going to see GSP again. You know, the thing about Woodley is, if Woodley wins, you're probably going to the hospital. Unless your name's Wonder Boy, and then well, you're probably going to sleep yeah. on the couch as a fan. <clears throat> well, one. <laughs> But Wonder Boy fight at least went to decision, but there was moments in that fight where it looked like Wonder Boy was going out. Hell yeah. I mean, Woodley puts people, <clears throat> excuse me, Woodley puts people to sleep. I mean, he hits fucking hard. But here's the question, like, what, how much damage has been done to his shoulder? And what, what needs to be, I mean, it's a labrum tear, whatever sort of a tear it is. Can it be fixed with stem cells? Can it be fixed with rehab? Or is it damaged to the point where he's going to need surgery? Because if he does... He's likely out a year. That's what Kane had. Kane had labrum surgery. Correct. He was out for a year. It, it, it's a rough one too to <laughs> it's come a rough back one. from. Yeah, it's not. It's not an easy road back, and especially. <clears throat> excuse me. If you're someone who has that um, wild pu- punching style like Woodley, think about how much fucking torque that guy puts in his punches. And he might be the heaviest hitter in the history of the 170 pound division. You watch that fight with Josh Koscheck, or watch that fight with Jay Heron. Dude, he hits. When Anthony Johnson was cutting to 70, that's he begs to differ. That's different. He had no business being down there. <laughs> yeah. But I hear you. Fucking Especially heavy. right now. You know, he's talking about coming back as a heavyweight. I know. And which is good because that division needs him. It does need him, but why is he. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. Like he said he didn't want to fight anymore. Like he's and, like he's done. Well, you know, he thought he was done. He thought that's the life he wants. Then when you're there, you're like, oh, this sucks. Oh wait, I feel actually pretty good. I can go to heavyweight and not cut all that weight. I wonder. And but, the division's slim. But how much weight is he really cutting at two hundred five? Probably thirty pounds. <coughs> he is. You think he walks thick. around at two thirty five? Hell really? yeah! Oh that my boy, God, is that's so he's crazy. a freak, man. That's so much weight. So so much weight. He's an absolute freak. Someone made a good point. It was either you or DC. Who, by the way. My MVP, uh, everyone tore it up at Mass Square Garden. DC, DC is stealing my heart, man, as <laughs> a commentator. Great. That motherfucker he's is good. He's, he's bringing some personality to it. Yeah, he's himself. Yes. He's himself. Yes. Yeah. Like in Brazil, he got a little too excited in the cage, yeah. but he's great, man. Dillashaw, Killashaw, Thrillashaw. Yeah, he's when great. He's, doing the- <laughs> he's like, ah, he's I can't himself. talk right now. I'm so nervous. Yeah. Like, I love that. When when Rose won and he starts yelling out, Thug Rose! Yes, Thug I want Rose! that. I want that, too. Uh, that's what that's I a- want. Yes. Everyone doing it, take notes. Be yourself. DC's not being fake. Yeah, but he's living Here's in the, the moment. DC is fucking hilarious. Yes. DC has one of the best personalities ever. When you're hanging around him, like outside of commentary, outside of the fight, people don't know him. And it's a, it's a, it's a goddamn shame that people boo him. They right? should love that guy. They should love him. His personality is amazing. So when he's himself, that himself is great. Like me and him are always... <clears throat> 
Excuse me. Goddamn weed. Me and him are always laughing and slapping each other on he's the back. He's awesome. Crying, laughing. Yeah. He's the best, He grew man. up in locker room, so he's going to know that chit-chat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He knows the vibe. It's a funny he's smart. He knows a shitload about wrestling, too. What a what an asset he is whenever there's some sort of a takedown attempt or when someone's doing something wrong and he can explain it. That's the, you know? fu- that's the future, man. And he's good at it and wants to do it. Yeah, he's great, man. He's great. But the Thug Rose one was my favorite. He's hilarious. <laughs> he's just being himself. But it was, it was either him... <laughs> or you that made the point of, you know, you really got to give it up to Woodley for what he did to Wonder Boy when you see what Wonder oh, Boy yeah. did to Masvidal. What Wonder Boy does to everybody. Well, everybody. This is, this is the reason why I felt it was unfair to criticize Woodley. Because if I was in Woodley's corner, I would have told him to fight the exact same fight. Like people have said to me after the commentary, like, why didn't you say that that fight was boring? I go, because it wasn't boring. It wasn't boring to me while it was happening. It might be boring if you knew what happened and you had to watch the four rounds before. If you're not like really into tactics or try to figure Game out what's plan. happening. But to me, there's just dire consequences to any mistake you make against Woodley. And there's dire consequences against Wonder Boy. Really, Wonder Boy. Knock you out. I, I, I think with, with <laughs> Woodley and the Wonder Boy battle, I think they're just bad dance partners, but I also think. You make one mistake against Wonder Boy, especially, you know, Woodley being shorter, you're in a lot of fucking trouble. And he, he knew that. Yeah. Now, to me, the fight wasn't great. They weren't great. That last one wasn't great, but there were times when it was good. But yeah. I think the way Woodley dealt with it and kind of figured it out, and you said this on the, on the commentary on the broadcast, where that might be the only way to beat Wonder Boy. Yep. That's it. It's, gonna, it's not going to be an exciting fight. It's not going to be great. And Woodley figured that out. Now, when you go to the Maya fight, it's like, all right, God damn it. You know, mm-hmm. when you go over there, then it's another thing. But again, well, maybe- the Maya fight, though, if he did hurt his shoulder early in the fight, <clears throat> think about dealing with a guy who's one of the best fucking Nightmare. grapplers ever. Nightmare. Ever. Nightmare. And being in a position where you can't use one of your arms right. Like, Nightmare. You almost you, you, have to fight the way he fought against Maya. You don't want to go to the ground. And people you, are like, oh, you're a fucking Tyrone Woodley apologist. Hmm. You're a Tyrone Woodley lover. No, it is what it is. You're I, a I, ball I, rider. <laughs> you're a ball rider. I, I, I think it just lined up for him where it's like, this is, this, this is the monster you're dealing with. Then you get the, the shoulder. He needs he a guy like Col- Colby. Yes. I Colby agree. Compton, and I sent you a <laughs> screenshot of his. Yes. I woke up to this Twitter where Colby and his tweet listen, to John Jones. See if I, you can find I it. I told Colby. This is what I was saying on my show. I was saying, you know, people say, hey, man, let's not cross the line. I went, Kobe, you listen to me right now. You find that line, you fucking run through it. Because whatever <laughs> you're doing is working, man. Don't get racist, but run through that fucking line. Well, what and he's he did doing about, it. from Brazil on, his, his fucking social media presence has gone through the roof. Like, when pe- what people think of him has gone through the roof. Mo- more people are talking about him now than ever before. He's ranked number three. Yeah. He's number three in the world. They're talking about a title shot. Well, he did beat the shit out of Damian Maia. He beat the brakes off Brazil, Damian Maia. In Brazil. Wore his ass out. And it was only a three-round fight. I mean, who knows if it was a five-round fight. He might have got a stoppage. He would have stopped him, yeah. Very well might have. Yeah, He's chance. beating the shit out of him. Yeah. And Colby is, he's young, he's brash, he's fucking tough as shit. Look at this. John Jones says to George St. Pierre, <laughs> hey, George St. Pierre, you've always been one of my biggest inspirations. Show the world how great you can be tonight, praying for you. Colby <laughs> Covington says, <clears throat> shut up, loser, exclamation point. You're the biggest fuck up in the history of sports. Hashtag UFC 217. Why, why, why is he going so hard in the pain at John Jones? He doesn't care, man. He but, doesn't but care. It, but it's working because I, I like what Rose says. 
And Rose, I thought, was the biggest MVP of the night. But I like what Rose says. She's like, man, I'm sick of this fight culture yeah. where guys are just going super hard in the paint, talking shit and not yeah. being themselves. Like, I'm a good person. Let's be nice to each other. I'm like, hell yeah, I, I love that shit, Rose. And then I open up my Twitter and see Kobe. I'm like, but then that also makes sense. Like, I have this angel, you know what I'm saying, and yeah. demon on my shoulder. Like, yeah, Colby. No, Rose, this is nice, you know? It all makes sense. Look, it's it's exciting. The shit talking is exciting. Yeah, I like when they make up afterwards. That's what I'm happy. Yeah. They talk plenty of shit, they fight, and then they make up. TJ and uh, Cody really didn't. They really They're didn't. like, I respect you, and then Co- Cody's like, yeah, I respect them, but I everything I said was true. Fuck that guy. Well, when, when TJ got in his face right after the stoppage and was like touching his That's face. That's what you get, face, though. Screaming at that, him. When, when you're dealing with a fight of that magnitude and there's that much high emotion and passion, there's going to be a little bit of that. Yeah, but I never saw anybody do that before. I never saw anybody win by stoppage, and then when the guy gets up, just fucking out of it, <laughs> TJ's in his face screaming his at the top of his lungs with his mouth touching his face like he was kissing him like he was a baby bird and he was like on his tippy toes like it's chest a great out. picture just oh, shredded it's a fucking too. amazing picture but that but again you know with cody had all that ammunition just yeah. the week of like oh i didn't knock you out Goo, drops the video and i was like oh fuck i think <laughs> one of the worst things that happened uh for cody is that he got that knockdown because he thought he could do it again. Are you, oh, wait, you're saying in practice or in the No, no, in no, the first in the round? fight, in the first round. Look at that. That is, that is insane. I mean, Co- they are lip Cody to is, lip. Yeah, lip to lip. Co- they're kissing, essentially kissing. Cody is completely out of it, right? Yeah. He just got knocked out cold. I wasn't sure if he was out cold, but if you watch the stoppage, he stops moving. Mm-hmm. He got hit a bunch of times. It was a good times. stoppage. <clears throat> he came right back. God, I should stop coughing, right? I love both those guys, man. He came right back. Uh, he got back up like pretty quickly, but I think that's conditioning and just realizing that he, you know, he came too. But He's a monster. Co- look at TJ. Could look how shredded, more shredded TJ is. How the fuck is he going to cut ten more pounds to go down and fight Mighty Mouse? Mm, do they do it at catchweight? Do the belts really fucking no, matter? They're going to do it at one twenty-five. Do one twenty? Yeah. TJ swear. When I talk to TJ, he swears he can make. He goes all day easily. He might be able to. Who might be able to? Hey, Mighty Mouse. Who else are you going to fight? Well, if he gets a Mike Dolce behind him or a George Lockhart or one of those weight-cutting TJ, specialists. Yeah. Here he has someone. He does? He, he has some new guy like who's a monster. That's why he looks like that right now. He has some new yeah, guy I mean, that he moved to California for. If you get a guy who's a weight-cutting expert, I bet he could probably do it. Oh, he'll do it for sure. He, he wanted to do it originally. <laughs> he was already making the cut when he thought it was going to happen. He, was well, like, he goes, it's no problem for He's me. very disappointed in that fight. And I see his point, but I also see Mighty Mouse's point. Mighty Mouse's point is, look, what if TJ doesn't make the cut and then I lose the fight? Look, what if he doesn't make the weight and then I lose the fight to him? He's like, that's a big deal. And I don't, yeah, and I don't set the record. Yeah, he wanted to set the record. The record was giant to him. He wanted to set the record in his weight class. So he said, look, I have one requirement. Let TJ win a fight at 125. Let him fight at 125. Let him win, and then I'll have him come over. Look at him jacked. That's after he won. That's real, too, man. I mean, that's some raw shit. That's some raw emotion where they're how, how much there was so much. They're going to fight three more times. There's so much shit talking going on, and it was so personal for these two. Yeah. Boy, it looked bad when he got clipped. Got clipped at the end of the first round, and it looks like wow, really Col- bad. Colby has a piston for a right hand, unbelievable speed. But then he came back real quick, like at the beginning of the second round, he looked fine. He looked amazing. He p- looked fine. Like didn't look like anything's wrong with him. And he started throwing a lot more kicks. And did you see what uh, TJ said? Because they were like, "Oh, you're going to give uh, Cody an immediate rematch." He goes, "Hell no! Look at the fire I had to walk through to get back here." He goes, "It doesn't work like that." It's true. He goes, it "Does not work like that." I had to fight what three guys? I had to wait. Oh, over a year, fight three monsters. He had to fight no. Lineker. 
Yeah. By the way, he fucking neutralized <clears throat> Lineker, too. That was one of the more, in my opinion, one of the more fascinating fights because I don't think there's another guy in the division that would have neutralized Lineker in that way and not gotten hit. Agree. Yeah, I mean, maybe Dominic, maybe Dominic. But the thing about TJ versus Dominic is TJ's more kick oriented. Mm -hmm. TJ can, he's not that Dominic doesn't have kicks, but I think TJ has more flexibility. He's more loose in the outside. TJ wins by head kick, right? He head kicks guys. He will, he will do all of the above. You know, he's, he doesn't have a, in any way a limited arsenal. And I don't know what they're going to do next, but you know, Dominic versus Jimmy Rivera is a, Tough fight tough for Dom. To me, fight. to me, I don't know what it is, guy. but Jimmy R- Rivera is a fucking a tank. nightmare. He's a for tank. people. Tank. He's undefeated. He kind of mopped the floor with Uriah Faber. Like he's no joke, man. Dude, he's flying under the radar, but yeah, he is. And he his really head is. is twice as big as either one of us. He's ours. a tank at that weight class. And his his low kick, that low kick that everyone's doing, that below the calf kick or the calf kick. God damn, that is a debilitating kick. That dude's my dark horse. No one's really talking about him. Like, God, he's, he's a, a Tiger Shulman guy. Yeah, you know when I was uh, uh, in the martial arts in New York and like that area, Tiger Shulman had like a whole chain of karate schools, and I'm I'm sure they did competitions and stuff. I'm pretty sure. But no one ever would have thought they would become like a powerhouse for MMA. Mm-hmm. But they've had quite a few like really talented fighters Who come else? out of there. Well, they had that kid with the green hair. The fuck's his name? Bantamweight gentleman. Oh, uh, I know you're fucking talking about. God, I, I, like I can't that remember kid. his name. I, can't remember I do either. too. Um, God damn he it. stopped. He stopped fighting a while back. <clears throat> yeah, he did. He kind of just dipped out. Right. Yeah. He's like, I'm out. They have that kid. So this is going to be. A lot of they have that kid that did this. I can't remember this either. Sorry to put you on the spot. Oh, yeah? Where at? One of his other guys had this crazy choke that uh, we had to, like, go over in the gym and try to figure out. Yes. yes. Louis Gardineau. Yep. Sorry, Louis. Louis Gardineau. He was one of my faves, though. Tough dude. He's yeah, a, he's, I hair. believe he's a Tiger Shulman guy. Pretty sure. Um, and then uh, there's been a few other guys, too. The, the only one who's going to get a rematch on the card... Is Joanna? She deserves so? it. After after defending the title that many times, you get murked in that first round. Mm. I think she's that that qualifies for an immediate rematch. Yeah, well, I think that's where the big money is for sure. I mean, people are going to want to see that. That's a big fight because <clears throat> when when Joanna um, walked out, dude, the pop from the audience was immense. She's finally become like this star that they they've been putting all this promotion mm-hmm. into her. She's winning fights. Yeah. She was kind of thriving in it, a little, almost a little too much, which is one of the reasons Maybe I think she bit. lost. Yeah. yeah. A, a little bit of the Ronda syndrome there, a little bit. Well, I don't and know then, if it's that, but, you know, she was definitely doing a lot of press. And, yeah. you know, there's a lot of fucking tremendous amount of pressure. But I'll tell you what, dude, when she was talking to the camera, she was talking to Rose, and she's like, the boogie woman coming for you. The boogie woman coming for you. I got fucking nervous. scared. <laughs> Dude, I, I was legitimately People nervous. thought it was the greatest like promo of all time. I was like, Boogie <clears throat> Woman, what the fuck? I did. It, I was she, like, what the fuck is when that? When you see her looking at Rose <clears throat> in her eyes, like staring into her soul, beak. and she's talking all kinds of crazy shit, I'm going to fuck you up. I'm going to hurt you. And Rose is saying the Lord's Prayer. That's some demonic shit. I was like, what? I asked Rose. I go, what are you saying? She's like, I was saying the Lord's Prayer. And she didn't even look and at anybody. Had, uh, she wouldn't look at okay. me. Okay. 
I was like, all right. I'm like, wow, this is for Where real. Do you go? The, yes. I mean, look, it would be easy to say in retrospect, I knew then something special was going to happen. Hell no. I thought Rose, I was like, Rose needs to see a psychiatrist. That's why, <laughs> when, I, when I saw that weigh in, I'm like, we need to get Rose some help ASAP. But I mean, I've known I'm Rose forever. Is, I'm be, like, you know what? We need some professional help. But after the fact, knowing the result that Rose won by knockout, it makes it even all the more profound. Now you're going to see motherfuckers just reciting look, prayers nonstop. You want to talk about, I hope the UFC realizes, and I think they do. That's a fucking star. That's Rose? a real star. Hell yeah. Well, I mean, a real star. She has the look. She she's has the 25 skills. years yes. old. She's got the look. She shaves her head. She's a beautiful Stranger person. Stranger Thing look is so she's, in right now. It's so in. Is that that 11, 11 look is so in. She's 12. <laughs> she's 12. <laughs> she's 11.0. She's a, yeah. And she's like a genuinely good person. Like when she was talking after the fight, she's like, just y'all be, just be nice to each other. Like, Here's that's the thing, real. Joe. That's, that's real. coming from her. Do the fans gravitate towards Towards that nice person. Oh, yeah, we for do. sure. When you look like her and you weigh 115 pounds, you're a woman, you fuck up the boogie woman. Yeah. The boogie woman, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Crowds I, hope so. oh, I, I hope so. I guarantee yeah. you, man. If, yeah. if, if she doesn't become as big a star as any other woman in MMA, uh, I would be stunned. Damn. I would be stunned. I like that prediction. Because she, she's a good it, man. person, man. Look, she's worked hard. Misha Tate got some star out of it. Ronda clearly got the biggest, right? For sure. Ronda got the biggest by far. She was the biggest, like as it was, far as like, it was people paying her attention. opponents. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, yeah, everything. It was her insane domination. For of sure. Opponents just weren't on her level yeah. until they were, right? Yeah. So until she fought Holly, they weren't really on her level. And she also had this new thing, which was the female ass kicker. This thing that didn't exist before. So in that way, like one of the most unique athletes ever the, for sure besides Pioneer. Layla Ali and uh who's the coal miner's daughter Christy Martin remember Christy Martin from back in the old Tyson fights oh yeah she'd yeah, be yeah. fighting on the undercard yeah, yeah. the coal the, miner's daughter remember that for sure but they're you know pioneers but it's different yeah yeah not that much like Layla no. Ali got a few people paying attention you to better her. be able to box yeah. your dad's Muhammad Ali for god's <laughs> sake what the fuck I mean that's a shoe-in <laughs> yeah man but it, be doing, being George Lucas's daughter like you're gonna be you know in Star Wars for fuck's sake yeah but it just never it never hit the levels that it hit with Ronda, no. right? But I think that it's possible <clears throat> that Rose could be the biggest star in MMA today. I really think so. I don't think anyone's ever going to be a Ronda because that was a, a, the first one. You know, it was a it was crazy a fr- thing. Yeah, I agree. But Rose could be gigantic. I mean, I really think she. I mean, who knows if she could be as big as Ronda? But she could be gigantic. I really think so. Yeah, I, I like that she's true to herself. She's I, fucking I wild too, dude. She does wild shit. She's she throws explosive. up flying arm bars. I mean, she she does wild shit. That fucking karate hottie fight, which she head kicked her and then choked her out. Dude, she's a little savage. She gets the, on your back. Woo. The thing, the, that division is kind of stacked, though. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to went yep. through a lot of people, yep. but for Rose, there's a lot of tough competition. There's very tough competition. There's tough competition standing up, too. There's a lot of good strikers in that division. Best case scenario, though, especially for the UFC and Rose, because I'm, you know, Rose is my favorite fighter in that division, coming from Denver, but, you know, that, that division. You, for her to defend it and build a star like they had in Joanna, that's mm-hmm. when you get a star. But if yeah. that belt's circulating, it's we can't. The public doesn't gravitate towards that. We don't like that. And you know she's likely going to have to fight Carolina, who went five hard rounds with Joanna and three rounds with her. Was it three or five rounds with her? Which she won the decision. Was uh, it three, right? I think it was three. And there's Jessica Andrade. Jessica Andrade is a monster. Her last fight was scary. And then Claudia Gadeja. Would Jessica Andrade beat the shit out of Claudia Gadeja? She beat the brakes off Claudia. Beat the shit out of her. That was and tough the, to watch. the manhandling. No, no, no offense. 
Wool man handling. <laughs> she she wool man handled her. But she she <laughs> strong strong arms. She smashed. Claudia. She smashed. She Hulk smashed. She straight up Hulk smashed. She her. straight up Hulk yeah, smashed. Yeah, straight up. Like she was, really did. I was, I was like, like Jesus Christ, Christ. man. Exactly. I've seen ass whooping like that since Cyborg got a hold of some bitch. Didn't we watch that one live? Did we do a fight companion for that? Did we? I don't think we did. Because I'm a huge Claudia fact. fan. I think she's so hot. Yeah, she's very pretty. Right? Yeah. She's taking a break, though. Well, you know what, man? The body only has so many wars in it. So you know? she cutting that way. That was a lot of people were talking about with Ioana. They were thinking about Ioana. Like, think about Ioana After going. the fact, though. But before the fact, before the fact, there was some discussion. We were talking about, look, I didn't think that Rose was going to do that. The Nobody fuck? thought. No. I mean, gonna... did I bet on it? Yeah, I did. Ah! Yeah, I did, did you? Yeah, I you did. You bet on Rose? Yeah. That's a good bet. Well, she's such a big underdog. Four to one? Uh, shit, she was plus. I think I got it plus 500. I posted wow. it, whatever it was. I put $500 <laughs> on her. One, uh, I forget how much. <clears throat> two grand nice. or something. But That's nice. Yeah. Just because Rose, she has that X factor where she just explodes. For, for, she's wild. For a female fighter, yeah, she's wild. But wild. it's hard to train for. And you know, at the beginning of the fight, you know, Joanna, she had done nothing to Joanna. All Joanna would get in her face. She'd put her fist out, touch her fist with her face you know Ioana was really trying to get in her head and the whole time Roar's going oh father who out in heaven help some it. scary shit yeah it was scary shit but when the actual face down came face down when they were standing in front of each other and they were about to fight Ioana's talking all the crazy shit and she got close to her and Rose pushed her away Game She's like, on. bitch, get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. And that's and that's when it that's when it got dirty. And then she did work. What the fuck? I don't did think she Joanna do? landed a punch. She she landed like a Some leg kicks. kick. She like uh, but Rose opened strong with a leg kick, and I was like, oh yeah. Jesus! And then she threw that leap and hook. Look, Trevor Whitman is a bad motherfucker. Well, when you have Trevor Whitman, yeah, that's that what I started a, with. He is a phenomenal, he's a mastermind, phenomenal striker. If you have a focus on one fighter, he's a master. Well, you see he has what Justin Gaethje, yes. he has Rose, dude, yes. he has Carwin, Nate Those, Marquardt, like, dude, come on, GSP's to just, fly just down to Denver just to work Gagey, on his jab. Just Gagey training now with think about think about this fight that he's got with Eddie Alvarez training now for Eddie Alvarez. Gagey is what is his fucking record? It's something insane. Isn't he 20 and 0 or something like that? G A T H, you know how to spell his name? He's got an insane record. He's been mopping the floor with those C level, level fighters in yeah. World Series, but yeah. still it's fun. But still, the Michael Johnson fight. 18 and 0. There 18 you go. and 0. Look at that. One submission, two decisions, 15 knockouts. But but, God Tre- damn. but I know Trevor. Tre- when when Gaethje fights, sometimes technique goes out the window. He goes, he's an animal. Fuck it, dude. He's a which is why animal. people love him. He's wild as shit. That Michael Johnson fight showed that Michael Johnson hurt him. You know, tagged him hard, and he came back and smashed him. That Eddie Alvarez fight is a great Fuck fight. Yeah. Fuck yeah, it's a great fight. Because people forget, but Justin Gaethje, his background is wrestling. Yeah, he was an amazing wrestler at University of Northern Colorado. Freak, athletic freak. Vision is awful, too. He squints. He has that glasses all the time. I'm like, bro, what the fuck, man? Can you get that fixed? Uh, I don't think you can get LASIK and fight. The you commissioners do, don't uh, let you. They don't, they don't let you do LASIK, but they, you could do the other kind. PR. Oh, no. PD. I almost said, it, I almost said I PDK, like a Porsche <laughs> stick chip. <laughs> There's two different kinds. There's like LASIK and something like that. the other kind. Something where they use a, a scalpel. Yeah. The one that they use a scalpel, apparently they can do. That's the Russian shit. That's what I had done, I think. Did you? Yeah. What was wrong with your vision? Uh, I had to have contacts and glasses. 
I've seen guys fight with those and they lose a contact and they drop it and then they got to keep fighting it. Now you're like <laughs> one eye. One eye's good. Like your how can you style? fight with soft contacts in your eyeballs? That is crazy. Yeah, I got LASIK after I was playing lacrosse game and I was zoning out and I was in Denver and it was cold and my contact froze. And they're oh, like, you're no. in. I was like, now? I was like, oh, fuck. And then someone hit me and it shattered in my eye. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. You had a hard contact? Yeah, hard one. Oh, my God. Would you get hit with a ball or a stick? I think some dude just lit me up or something. <laughs> my fucking contact fucking shredded. Fuck. And I was like, I need to. I'm playing, you know, sports here, man. I can't have fucking contact. Dad used to always freak me out about glasses. Like if someone got punched with glasses on, the glass went into their eyes. Like, Oof. I mean, well, they used to have those thick ass. Remember those thick ass yeah. like athletic ones? My poor brother used to wear those. Like God, it was Kurt those Rambis or some shit. Even those, though. What if those things break? They're so fucking thick. Like they're they're what like uh, the president's windows are made. You of. can make them. Oh, you can make it like out of a, like a plexiglass. Yeah, that's too, what they right? were. It doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be glass. It wasn't glass. glass. It was like a thick, thick plastic. So it really can't break. Yeah, super nerdy. Oh, no man. chicks when you wear that thing. Well, it's funny to me when basketball players get an, like a broken nose or something like that, and then forever they have this fucking mask on. Too much, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's too hilarious. much. Too much. It's because of what we see. They know? wear it for the next few weeks too. Well, it's, well, what's crazy is like this dude. Oh come on, come on LeBron! Carbon it. fiber too. I love it. LeBron James had one of those. Yeah, yeah a lot of people have had it. But did LeBron wear yeah. it because of an injury, yeah, yeah. or did he wear it just to be a beast? No, you can't wear that shit to be Let a me beast. see that. Give me a close-up on that. <laughs> it does look kind of... Clo- that's insane. That's carbon fiber. Yo, I love it. It does I, look I want to wear gangster. one right now. <laughs> <laughs> I want to wear one just when I go out. In case the shit goes down. The nose is such a terrible design. I know you had your nose fixed after the Crocop fight. Oh, God. But I just see so many people get their nose smashed. Like, the, they had a close-up of Cowboys. Oh, Kobe had one too, huh? Yeah. Almost everyone's had one. Because they all hurt their nose? Kobe looks it? like Zorro there. It's pretty badass. Um, it does look pretty badass, but seriously. That's I want one too, though. bitch-ass shit. If you think about all the stuff that fighters go yeah, through. Yeah, come on. Get Cody's, out of here, Cody's was rough. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Cowboys. Cowboys. Cowboys is rough. Darren Till caught him with that elbow, that fucking snapping down elbow. I know we did the fight companion for that one. Yeah, I know. I told you, dude, Vinny Shorman would not stop raving about Darren Till. He would not stop raving before the fight. And Shorman knows his shit. He was like, mate, you've never seen anything like it. He's a freak. The kid's going to be a champion. Yeah. Most people think from <laughs> Liverpool. He doesn't have a fight lined up, but I'm surprised. He wants to fight Wonderboy. Well, I'd watch been, the shit out of I'd that. I'd watch the shit you out of that. You know how I went mine? Till versus Colby. Holy Let these shit. young lions kill each yeah. other. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, why not? <laughs> yeah, but if you're a, str- a fan of high-level striking, you tell me Wonderboy versus Darren Till wouldn't be insane. I'd watch it all goddamn day. I'd watch day. the shit out if of I'm that If I'm Wonderboy, though, I'm like, come on. Taking that <laughs> fucking monster. What is he, seven? No, man. It is huge. I just beat Masvidal. He's huge. He's enormous. Darren Dill's a big. No, ain't no one trying to fight he's him. He's big. The only guy who wants to fight him, what's that guy? Uh, uh, Mike, who's pa- Mike Perry. Mike Platinum Mike Perry, Perry wants to fight him, but he, he has a huge fight, fight coming up. He's, got, he's fighting Ponzinobbio. You got to concentrate on Ponzinobbio. Definitely got to concentrate. concentrate on Ponzinobbio. How about Please. your boy, Johnny Hendricks? Was like, I figured it out. I'm going Fuck down to Jackson's. Eraser. Let me try this out. Fought that ain't the Achina. answer, son. Yeah, he fought the fucking eraser, dude. That guy's scary. Even hey, post-USADA scary. Hold up. Hold up. Eraser, listen to me right now. Mm-hmm. That golden snitch is good. You better... <laughs> I don't know what Aldo did all these years, but you figured it out. You better figure it out. I looked at his body. I thought, what? the fuck dude he's so jacked he's jacked in shape good look, might be the best looking dude in the ufc maybe the best looking dude on the planet when, 
<laughs> he's right up there. <laughs> he's for right. I don't want to come off as gay with, with his shirt off in particular, dude. Right that's there. not that's, even a good picture. He's too aggressive picture. there. Yeah. But when they're doing the post fight uh, showdown, I'm like, I bet he slangs all the ring card girls if he wanted to. As he was talking, I'm like, this dude is just slanging dick out. Look there. at it right there, dude. When he was standing next to are Johnny Hendricks me? at the weigh-ins, I was like, no, Johnny, you are not a middleweight. This is this is a middleweight. This is a big middleweight. He's so look how much bigger he is than Johnny. I mean, and sh- shred sh- sh- city. And the fight was basically an assault. It was an assault. You would never believe that Johnny Hendricks was a former world champion. If you saw the way the eraser beat the shit out of him, I mean, he just beat the shit out of him. Johnny fired back. I mean, he's tough. He tried threw some leg kicks, threw some punches, but he was just getting fucking destroyed. And just walked down and smashed, kicked to the body over and over again. He was wincing after the first kick to the body. I know, man. The second kick to the body he got hit with, you see him wincing. And here was when he clipped Johnny Hendricks. I mean, it was no contest. Unfortunately it for Johnny in that fight, if you, if you weren't a fan, just looked in and like, oh, he got, got out of the crowd to fight this dime piece. Like, I look know, at that. Right? Oh, this guy who likes to drink beers fighting this dime piece Brazilian. Well, he might be the best looking Brazilian of all time, by the way. Johnny is just not the same guy. He's just not the same guy. And you could speculate all day. There's nothing as to wrong the with that. Why. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like I think sometimes people hate on guys for what they've done lately. But for Johnny Hendricks, man, you've had a great career, brother. I love I know, Johnny. But it's just hard you've had a great for me career, to but watch sometimes... him in a weight class above where he should be. I agree. Because a... he doesn't want to watch his diet. I think it's a number of things. But, you know, I, I just... Man, there's nothing to hang your head on. You had a you're a world champion, man. Yeah, you so, you know a lot of people think you beat GSP. Like you've had a great fucking career, a of, man. A lot of people think a lot you won of people. That fight. A lot of people. And, that, think. and now there's a good argument to that too. Yeah. You could really you could really have a real. I mean, if you were just objective, you didn't have a dog in the fight. You could have a real interesting conversation about who won that fight. There's an argument there, sure. And I and I think if you're Johnny, you know, and he's probably taking a lot of abuse online, and I wish he would stop. But it's all good, man. You've had a good go. Well, I hope he doesn't take abuse. Really, what we should do? We should be praising heaps on Paulo Costa because that, that guy's scary. He's fucking terrifying. That guy's the future. He's he's legit as fuck. I like, haven't seen him on the ground, but yeah. Well, who knows? I, and I would like to see someone test him. I'd like to see him against like a real strong 185 pound wrestler. You it's, know, I think he, well, he's four zero in the UFC, and all knockouts are three zero all knockouts. Mm. His last two, he murked dudes. Woo! So what we got to see is he's for real and he's the future. How's he not on the just, cover of GQ or some <laughs> shit? I'm telling you, man. I'm fucking. When I was watching, I was like, the fuck. <laughs> Well, that could be the one thing that doesn't I look like fucking in. Weinstein next to him. He's ah! fucking, I mean, good looking dude, man. Maybe that could be what does him in. He's just OG just, on pussy. When you're that good looking, it's got to be hard. It's got to be hard to say no. Super hard. And as he gets more and more famous, you know, he's going to be famous for sure. For sure. For sure. He keeps smashing people that way. Looking that way. Smashing people that way. Come That's on, trouble, son. son. If he's not famous, he should sue the UFC. <laughs> So like, you look at this face. Are you shitting me? <laughs> look at this body. How the you, fuck am I on the front cover of the v- video game, for God's sake? Useless fucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Johnny looked two weight classes lighter than him. Johnny looked like he was a welterweight, and uh, the eraser looked like he was a light heavy. Johnny's just lost, man. And like yep. going to Jackson's, and I'm not knocking Jackson. Jackson's one of the greatest camps of all time, still is. But when fighters go there because they, they've seen how, how much success they've had, it's literally heaven's waiting room. It's, it's the fucking, you know, it's the Florida of fighting camps. Where well, people go, because it's here's so the attractive. answer. Yeah, here's the I solution. I get that, but if you're going there, it's probably not the answer. Well, it's also, you got to think the years that he wasn't there. And those play a factor in his development. It's not like you 
just get right back to where you should have been. Like, oh, here's the answer. No, you were training wrong for all these years, and his performance dwindled pretty substantially, except for the one fight with Hector Lombard, That's which is really interesting. That was like the one fight where uh, he w- actually looked pretty good. Yeah, he did. And he beat Lombard, he you know, did. who's That's right. st- still fucking dangerous. Yeah. And I was like, look, Johnny Hendricks looks like he's back. And that wasn't that long ago. Hell no, it was last year. But there's another guy who shouldn't be at 185 pounds. So he fought a guy who's like him, a thick dude who's really a 170 that doesn't have the best diet in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't care what anybody says, you know, that you shouldn't be criticizing him. You shouldn't, you know, you don't walk a mile in his shoes. And, you know, maybe his body doesn't want to respond to cutting down to 170 anymore. Stop. Just be honest. And I'm a Johnny Hendricks fan. Look at his body. You should not be fighting the best professional fighters in the world unless you're a heavyweight and you have a body like that. With all that extra body fat, that does you no good. It's not aiding your performance in any way, shape, or form. It is 100% a sign of a lack of either planning, where you didn't plan your diet out in advance, where you're too heavy or too much body fat coming into camp, or poor discipline or poor organization of your diet where you don't understand like what food you should and shouldn't be eating. When a guy's training for a three-round fucking fight at the top of the heap in the UFC's middleweight division, you got to think this guy's got to be doing some goddamn rigorous shit. The American public, if they're watching this going, if this fucking guy can't look good, how am I going to look good? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm kind of exaggerating because Johnny didn't look terrible. But like... I think it was worse because Homeboy didn't look- looked great. Costa well, looked it, like it a fucking make Greek worse. statue. I mean, you don't have to look like a bodybuilder. I mean, some of the toughest guys are like Evan Dunham. He doesn't have a bodybuilder's physique. But he's not. He doesn't have any extra weight on him. No. That extra weight is not doing you any good. No, Wonderboy's extra- not winning any yeah. events. You know, bodybuilding events. No, but he doesn't have a fucking extra no. pound on him. You know, nor does Woodley. Woodley's fucking shredded. He's got the best body in the division. Woodley could win Olympia. Maybe. He could win Mr. Olympia. At least top five. Just jacked. He really just got kills. into it 100%. Uh-huh. He's got phenomenal genetics. But anyway, he's not, you can't be, be competing at the, the highest levels of the sport, giving up that much of an advantage. Like, if, if that was like an agreement that you had, like, all right, we could fight at 185, but you have to be 20% body fat and I could be 10 like what? Especially this day and age, like mixed martial arts is such a high level. Like, so high level. Dude, I was just going over the the welterweights the other day, and I'm like, holy shit! Holy shit! There is so much talent. Like the UFC and the welterweight division is such good hands. There's so much young, yeah. killing talent. Yeah. If, if you're not taking every advantage of the the techniques and your training, you're left in the dust. And Johnny is from that old school kind of training. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's an older cat, man. Well, what he was talking about when he was talking about training in Texas, that he couldn't spar hard with people or they wouldn't come back, that he had to, like, take it light on them. And then what he really loved about going to Jax is he was dealing with real high-level fighters all the time. So he was getting great training in, which I thought was great to hear. But it's not great that he spent so much time doing it the other way. Like, Hell no. In 2017? Like you, lose your, you lose your focus. You lose the drive, and you just start going through the motions if you're not being challenged all the time. And he was obviously being challenged in competition, but he should have been with a real camp a long time ago. Agree. What, what happened with him? He had some. He was with Team Takedown, and they had some sort of a well, the, weird the, agreement. Yeah, so he was a Team Takedown. He came from Oklahoma State, right? National champion, whatever, 70-time All-American, just a monster. And then the deal was is they're going to support him financially with you know a house food training camp they take care of all that they give you like a salary the salary but once you make it we're, we're taking 50 percent of everything and when you're young up and coming hungry fighter like that's a great deal until you become johnny hendrix and you become the world champion like hold up 50 percent 
I appreciate what you guys did for me, but God damn, man. Like, you're robbing me blind here. This is crazy. Hmm. So they had to go separate ways. Here's the question. They opened Big Rig Steakhouse. Did they? That was a terrible idea. I would eat there, though. Did they? I would eat there just for the story. I'd yeah, me Instagram. too. That shit better you be good. You and me, selfie, yeah. smile, hold yeah. off the menu. But I'll hate on it if it wasn't good, Johnny. <laughs> you leave a Yelp review? Yeah, like, bro, terrible. Would you Yelp? Have you ever Yelp reviewed? I've never. Have you? Never. That's why we're friends. <laughs> have you ever? Hey, have you ever? <laughs> have you ever left a comment on YouTube? Nope. Nope. That's why we're friends. <laughs> Have you ever hated on a guy on uh, Instagram? I don't think so. No, me neither. No, no. it's not really my style. Mm-mm. No. It's wasted time. Yeah. My friends yeah. don't do that. <laughs> I don't it's have only any so friends much time. I don't get Yeah, What the fuck are you going to do? There's only so much time in this world. You should use, choose to use it wisely. I was doing uh, at my last show. Some guy asked me a question. He stood up and goes, hey, man, have you read the YouTube comment? I went, stop there. He goes, I go, I've never read a YouTube comment in my life, my man. So there's no question. He goes, really? Never? I went, not once. I'm too busy creating material for you guys. I'm not reading comments, man. He's wow. like, all right, no doubt. He's like, trying to write. He's trying to tell you something he wrote. Some shit. It was really mean. Probably. Probably yeah, trolling. Probably. Maybe. He felt it. He was fronted with it. Hopefully not. Um, I, you know, like, we're not hating on a guy like Johnny. I love Johnny. Like I said, there's there's no reason. Just, but it is reality, right? We, yeah, exactly. It's not like look. It's not like we're saying this, and he looks like you know, like Paulo Costa. Yeah. Right? So, sometimes I think people confuse hate and and being a, a critical of a of a performance or critical of reality. Yeah, but but also like when when they go, you're hating on the UFC, the UFC. Sometimes when we talk about pay per view numbers or the last mm-hmm. pay per views, I'm like. Listen, I, I have nothing to do with the way they promote the fighters, all that stuff. If the numbers are low, I literally have nothing to do with that. Right. I just give my thoughts on what is going on in the landscape of the UFC. Hey, pull up That's a picture. That's not hating. Pull up a picture of Johnny Hendricks with a beer in his hand with his shirt off. He's got a picture where his gut is enormous. It used to be about fights. 225. Yeah, between fights, you get up to 225. That you can't do. You just can't do that. And he could do that because he was the champ. You know, at the time. It was a while ago. It was a long time ago. Can, this day and age, man, the, the game's evolving so fucking fast. Yeah. As a welterweight, man, you better have your shit together. You better have your shit together. I was looking at division. I was scared for people. Yeah. Man, you motherfuckers better be training right now. Yeah, it's a, it's a, a serious shark tank. And it's a good combination of upcoming new guys and veterans. Hell yeah. There's an awesome just combination of everybody in there. There's one, but there's a better one where you see him from the side. Yeah, above it, right above it with the hat on. Look at this one. <laughs> what? That's whatever. Go to the one with the red shirt but on. That's incredible. I don't give a fuck. What? Wait a minute. There's no wait a minute. 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 Is that real? That's that's real. How could that be real? There's no way he ever got that big. Is there? Come on. He likes to be, bro. What? He had bicep surgery and said, "Fuck it." What year was this though? Last week, 2014. Oh, he had bicep surgery three years ago. Dude, that'll. That'll take you back a year right? Yeah. Right by itself. That probably... Uh, oh, his arm is underneath oh, okay. there. Oh, oh, okay. I was about to say That's not haters. His gut. No, he used to get thick, though. <laughs> I was like, what, did he eat rocks? <laughs> the fuck? They inject so fat arm, into him? His arm is under his stomach, you no, he's a, Yeah, again, I love Johnny. We're not hating on Johnny. No, you just... There's just no room for anything other than excellence at 170 now, or even 185 now. But I mean, but but also for killers. for the sport and, and where it's evolved that you know you, you're in the NFL you can't get away with that, in the NBA yeah. you can't get away with that. The UFC is no. getting there at a high level where I mean you better have all your bases covered. Yeah. You're getting lit the fuck up, he especially at these certain that. weight classes, dude. How about OSP? Woo. <laughs> Takes a fight on 11 days notice. 
was like, yeah, I'll do it. Heck, oof. Crazy head kick. And he landed a head kick earlier in the fight. Same kick. And we were talking about it, too. We were like, look out for his left kick. He's got a, a brutal left kick. And then, boom, right on the button. Walk away home yeah, run. Yeah, I mean, it was crazy. It was so powerful. Look at that. God, dog, just walked away. Out cold. Just out cold. He's silently on this little bit of a rampage at 205, too. Mm-hmm. You know, he has three Von Flu chokes. Yes. Isn't that crazy? Which is crazy, man, because he's not a jiu-jitsu guy. There's only he's been five ever. There's only yeah. been five Von Flu chokes ever. He's got three of them. Look at that. Baseball bat against the head, so Oh, dude. And right on the jaw, too. Great win. Yeah. And it was a good fight up until then. You know? Corey Anster oh, was man, doing you well. See the, the head turn, the Rough. jaw turn. Corey was doing well, especially with his wrestling. Yeah. But then OSP just so explosive, man. Jamie just wants to keep throwing showing it to Bam! us. Bam! Poor guy. Poor Corey, man. <laughs> poor Corey. Yeah, it's a rough way to go out. Yeah, it's a, the whole card was insane, right? That I mean, main card, though, for, for me, as far as the surprises, three three titles on the line, yeah. just the best UFC of all time. And GSP going, like, when he clipped him with that left hand, going to the ground, ground and pound, then going to the rear naked choke, and then pulling Lend him, him to sleep. I got to be honest, I was surprised Bisping didn't retire with you after the fight. Yeah, I when think he's he, like, we're still going to go. I'm like, well, what are you going <clears> to do? He's going to fight somebody else. Who? Yoel Romero. Dun, 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 dun. Yoel's just waiting back there. If Bisping beats Yoel Romero, they will light England on fire. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Have that fight in London. Yeah. I mean, reals. think about it. I mean, Michael got choked unconscious. He got dropped with a good left hand, but he didn't get knocked out. He also won a round. Yeah. He won the second round. But what I'm saying is he didn't take the kind of damage where he has to be out for a year. You know? No, hell no. Hell no. Uh, no. He, can, no. he could fight in March. March. For sure. For March. Sure. So if they're going to do one in London, Yoel Romero and Michael Bisping. I think there's a London. fight in March in London bum, as well. Bum, 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 bum. That'd be sick. Yo, Yoel Romero was everywhere with Jorge Masvidal. When they were, oh, was he they really? Were, they were running into each other, and there was a video of Masvidal going at it with Michael Bisping. I saw that. And they, they, everybody gets separated, but Yoel Romero's right there in the mix. I'm right remember. here, man! Was he there? I'm right here! Michael Bisping! Dude, they have to make that happen. I love you! I'm right here! <laughs> Dude, <they laughs> just, just off the fucking... <laughs> yeah, look, they're hanging out together. Hi, right here, Michael Bisping. I'll tell you what, if you're Bisping, I, I love Bisping. He's as tough as they come. I don't want to be alone with those two motherfuckers. <laughs> Hell no, especially after burning yeah. the flag or whatever he did. Oh, what did he do? Didn't he burn the flag? Did he burn a Brazilian like, flag? Ripped it. Remember, Cuban flag. He ripped it. Someone, he threw it at him during oh, the fight. I thought he, he like Dave Chappelle stomped it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely don't do that. How badass is fucking Robert Whitaker that he went five rounds with that dude and won a decision? I know. And he did it with a fucked up knee. He got his knee jacked early, early on in too. the fight. Robert Whitaker's scary. No one's trying to fight Whitaker. Him, at, him versus GSP is yikes! That ain't happening. Yikes! You don't need to be scared. That ain't happening. Yikes! <laughs> yikes! <laughs> you don't, you don't need to be scared. The way he head kicked Jacques Array, like, yo, this dude's He's not so playing. Fast. He's so fast. GSP's like, fuck. nah, I'm good on that, bro. I don't know about that. I'm telling you. Both former welterweights. It's not happening, son. Whitaker's a beast, man. His, he's so fast and explosive. And he's young as fuck. I think Robert's only 26 or 27. Yeah, he's How not old. How old is Robert Whitaker? If you guessed, take a guess. I say 27. 
26. That's young as fuck. That's, ch- that's super. Oh, he's not even weeks. his prime December yet. December 20th. He's not even his prime yet. Dude, this he's is a what, beast. If you, if you had a gun to my head right now, like, get what's next? What's next? I'd say Whitaker, Rockhold <laughs> in Australia. <laughs> that's what you're getting. And then you get GSP Woodley. I love that. Dana White, George St. Pierre staying 185 pounds, facing Robert Whitaker next. Holy shit. Look at my face. You don't believe it? I don't think you know shit. How about that? Yeah, I want to call Dana White right now. Do and it. Tell him. Dana, Brennan says that's... you're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I never it's thought like, that. Totally like little kid shit. <laughs> no, I didn't, bro. I was saying. <laughs> I'm, I believe it when I see it. That's all I said. I believe I it when I said, see it. I just said he said a lot of shit. No. Like, the, like it's the UFC's best year ever. Maybe you know some shit we don't know. Yeah, well, that's crazy talk. But I don't have to be the UFC accountant to just run through some numbers in my old brain brain here that might have some brain trauma and go, I don't think so. There's some awesome things that happened. Some awesome fights, for sure. There's one well, awesome money-making no, 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 fight. Yeah, but I'm saying there's been... Well, if you would just want to look at the business overall, yes. No, for pay-per-view sales, yes. But for people like you and I that are just fans... Oh, it's been a... It's been one of the best years ever. God, really? Yeah. That, yeah. That's Mighty extreme, Mouse, Joe. Mighty Mouse beating the title and then doing it the way he did, slamming that, that cool. dude and getting a flying arm bar. That was cool. Establishing dominance like that. Amanda Nunez, Merck and Ronda Rousey. Was that this year? Was no, that, that was last year? year. That was last December. I believe it was in January. It's this year, bro. No, it was last year. Mm, Am I going crazy? I'm pretty sure it was last December. You might be right. Because this year they haven't had Connor, Ronda, Brock. They haven't had their heavyweights. Uh, it was December 29th. Bam. So. Club very very close. Boom. Yeah, I guess that's not this year. So, <laughs> <Does it? laughs> uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like it, it's been a down year as far as there, there's been some fun matchups. If you're balls deep into MMA like we are, but as far as just like a great year, no, no. There were some some of those pay per views. I was like, God damn, or the fight nights. Like, come on, man. I, I think it was just a transitional period. And again, it's not the UFC's fault. It's, it's a, with the talent too. It just wasn't timing up right. Mm. But then you get certain cards like this where they hit it out the fucking park. Yeah, this one was so epic. The, so Cody the and best Dominic UFC Cruz of all time. was to- Cody and Dominic Cruz this year or last year? Cody uh, Dominic Cruz was this year. Yeah. So there's that. Cody Dominic Cruz is a big fight, yeah, especially Whitaker. for fans. What about 55? Now it's all stalled out because with Habib <sighs> on the sidelines, Tony Ferguson being the interim interim champ, he had to wait forever. I mean, do we even know if Habib is going to fight again? He's fighting Barboza December 30th. That is definitely happening. That's happening. <gasps> They said no more tiramisu, sir. You're fine mm. December 30th. Yeah, Daniel Cormier said he has a real nutritionist now. What the? How the <laughs> fuck does that happen? Oh, do you? You rank number one in the world. Do, did you get a nutritionist? Undefeated. Undefeated. Smashing everybody. Smashing. And you uh, almost died from making weight. And someone was like, yeah, oh, man, you know what we should do? Twice. Almost died twice. Well, you keep missing weight, bro. Now, you could be the best in the world. We should hire a nutritionist. It's not a bad idea. <sighs> Fire everyone around you, Khabib, if you're listening. He's a devout Muslim. So, like, anytime it's anywhere near Ramadan. Can't fight. Well, some guys pulled it out. Bilal Muhammad did. Yeah, he did. And he did it by organizing his camp. He organized all of his training. So, all of his training was done after dark. Because they fast all during the day, Mm -hmm. right? And you can eat once it was sundown. Yeah, I think, I don't know, even know if you're allowed to drink water. 
No, I don't think so. Yeah. But you just go crazy once the sun goes when down. the sun's down. From sunrise to sunset, you go nuts. Yeah. So I think what he did was just alter his training and Makes like sense. train at night, I guess. Hey, Khabib, how bad you want it? Well, it's just such a crazy rule. Like, is, if God was around, would he really decide like when? I, mean, I guess the idea is that you're, by recognizing that you're doing something difficult that you don't want to do, you're like... Uh, in this religious tradition, you're honoring him. Yeah, I don't think that God gives a works. fuck about your intern he belt might. in the UFC. He might. But he either might. way, Khabib, get your shit together so we can watch you fight. Yes. You broke my heart when he pulled out the Tony Ferguson fight. That broke my heart, too. I was so mad. The day of the weigh-ins. I was, I like, was so no mad. There's no way. I know. I'm never upset. Was it the day before the weigh-ins? Or was it the day of or day before? Very close. Within a day or two. Very close, whatever it was. I feel like it was the day of. It was so frustrating. Yeah, he can't say anything now. He's got to just be co- completely quiet until and he just fights go. and wins. Yeah. And Barboza, you know, it's it's not the it's a tough fight for him because Barboza is the nastiest stand-up in the game, especially at division. But yeah. it's a winnable fight for Khabib. He gets a hold of you. You're going for a ride. Yeah, if he gets a hold of you, he can wrestle fuck you like no one else. Khabib, Tony, that's the fight. Woo! Isn't it? But I mean, obviously, you got Tony Connor. I think happens in March. But when he was holding Michael Johnson down, helpless, and just beating the shit out of him, that he was helpless. Like when? When have you ever seen anybody be able to do that? He to was any talking other... to him and he goes, yeah. "Just give up. I need this. I need this. Just, yeah. just stop now. I don't want to do this." Whooping his ass and just beating the shit out of him. I mean, complete total control of him. How he's Some beating Russian the shit out of him. Shit. But what's crazy about it is like there's at that level, it's very rare that that can happen. At that level where someone is so much better that the other person is just completely tied up. There you go. They're bum, on the card, too. Bum, Look bum, at that card, bum, man. Bum, bum. The Eagle. Hold up. They don't have a main event. Carlos Condit returning against Neil Magny. Come on, kids. Oh, shit. Magny. They are throwing Magny just to the, the killers. Mm. I like how they say to be determined for the main event. Because they're banking on Connor. Well, who knows? Who knows? Dominic Cruz versus Rivera is interesting. Hell yeah. Cavillo versus Carlos Baza is very interesting. Cavillo, your next star in the women's division. Cynthia Cavillo. You're, you're going she's over badass. one. You got fucking Roundtree versus Saki. Go, Con. <sighs> That's interesting. The UFC's tweet pissed me off with that Go-Con. fight. Saki's a fucking monster. He's a monster. And well, when they, they announced it, they put stand.n.bang. Ew. I was like, ah, oh, who's Ew. running Who wrote this? That? What 14 year old from Reddit's running Ew. this thing? Ew. I read that and went, fuck, man. Do better. <clears throat> and how about Kamaru Usman versus Meek? Usman's the guy everyone's scared of. So Usman won to fight, too. Ooh, Usman's another one at 170 that's terrifying. Yes. He easily could be a world champion. The Nigerian nightmare. He's a nightmare. Christian Okoye, shout this out. this fucking dude, Emil Meek, is a beast. He looks like I, a He's beast a scary dude. fuck, too, man. It's all very interesting. No that, one wants to fight Usman. They tried offering him big fights, and Meek was the only guy who'd take yeah, it. He's like, I'll fight him. Is Meek, now, now is Meek anyone. a straight fucking a Viking? Viking? What's yeah, going on there? He's full-on Viking genes. Tell you what, with that body, he's challenging our boy, well, the Brazilian dime. He smashed Toquinho. He fought Husamal Parjares and just knocked him unconscious. That's right. That's how he got into the UFC. He's a beast, man. That's a real good fight. But I just don't know. You know, I don't know if uh, Emil Meek is going to be fast enough to keep Usman. Oh, no one wants to fight Usman. Usman. No, he's a nightmare. He's to terrifying. Deal with. He's the scariest number twelve ranked guy in the world. How about Usman versus Darren Till? Jesus. Uh, see, I'm, I'm oh. Usman Colby or, or, or oh. Col- Colby Till is what I'd like. I'd like Usman versus anybody. I would. I'd like to see Usman fight for the title. I'd like to see him fight I'm, anybody. I really think right now. Yep, I think oh, he's the most on. underrated guy in in maybe in every division. That's what I think. 
I don't that think might people... be fair. I don't. I don't know if I'd want to see him fight for the title right now. Who did now. he fight? Who was his last fight? Click on that. Thing. He's just destroying dudes. Yeah, destroying dudes. What was his last fight? Sergio Moraes. Oh yeah, Sergio Moraes, the jiu-jitsu guy. Yo, he'd put the smash on him. Moraes is a badass jiu-jitsu player. He's yeah, he the is. first guy that uh, tapped Crone when Crone got his black belt. He also uh, fucking gave Neil Magny that horrible Ooh. triangle in Brazil. Yeah, that's right. Magny and jiu-jitsu do not go together. And especially that guy's jiu-jitsu. When no. he fought in the finals, when Sergio fought in the finals of the Ultimate Fighter, it was in Brazil, uh, he, he goes, my opponent has just as much of a chance of getting me pregnant as he does submitting me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's a great line. He was fighting Cesar Ferreira. Jeez. Oh, who's a monster, yeah. too. Yeah. Nate's He's fighting, fighting Nate. Yeah, I was going to say Mark that. Hart. Yeah. Brian was at AK, uh, jacking off the boys at AK. And How many guys did he jack off? Uh, I know Luke Rockle gave him a facial for the most part. So Luke's and, and over DC there? DC, too. Yeah, Luke's there. And uh, Callan was saying... Um, what were we talking about? Let's, let's train a thought talking about thinking about Callan Jack and dudes. How many off. guys he jacked off at AKA? No. Oh, he saw Nate. Nate's training at AKA now. Mark White is? Yes. No shit. Yeah, he's doing a lot of his camp there. That's interesting. He's that motherfucker's been fighting since he was twelve. That's crazy. Yeah. Right? Think about how many wars that guy's been in. Remember his fight with Woodley in Strike Force? We knocked him out with a Mortal Kombat combination. A B A B left, right. See if you find uh Nate Marquardt KO's Tyron Woodley. Nate became world champion. <clears throat> yeah. People forget he was multi-time Pancras champion, but that he's, was like his first real, not, not, not that Pancras wasn't real, but that was his first huge belt in strike force. Yeah, super talented guy. Super Boom, young with old elbow. elbow. Boom. I mean, come on, man. You know what's crazy yeah. about that? That camp, he was working with this weird like taekwondo guy, and they're just doing elbows, and we'd make fun of him. He'd be in the corner just doing like these weird fucking motions. We're like, okay, Nate, good luck with that. <laughs> meanwhile, that's what he uses. Meanwhile. Dude, elbows. I mean, you got to think. How about Bisbee on the on the bottom of those elbows? Phenomenal. The GSP lit his face up. Tore it up. Cut him up bad. He was bleeding badly. Like, he was having a hard time seeing. You could see it on his forehead. He was cut on his bridge of his nose. It's good. Yeah, elbows are like some of the most underutilized weapons. You got to think of the, the, the surface area. You can get a hard strike in in a very close quarters with elbows. Like, when someone's very good with it. You remember when Crow Cop fought Gonzaga? Oh, my got God. Got on top of him and just opened him up like like he hit him with an axe. My word, man. Oof. Oof. Man. Like watching good Muay Thai, too. Watching people that are good at elbows and smash and slash elbows. Elbows are tough because you can't really train elbows. Oh, that was the other fight. Did you see the fight on the uh, Fight Pass undercard between uh, I watch my best. Faraz Zahabi's brother? No. Oof. I heard Frost Robbie's uh, brother just got dealt. Dude. Is it bad? <laughs> it's fucking, I didn't see it. Dude, he, it was bad, and I saw it coming because he was giving up the spin. I saw him like, he's going to spin. And he spun and hit him with a, fl- a spinning elbow on the jaw. Snapped, no. Snapped his head around like like you've never seen. Went was Frost, fully like- unconscious. Fully unconscious for five, ten minutes. Fully unconscious. Damn, then they're like, okay, Frost, you astral got, traveling. You had a, you had a huge mean, main event. You got to get ready for him, my man. Let's get back in there. His brother. Let's go ahead I mean, and shake that off. It. And it was a really good fight, and his brother was put under a tremendous amount of pressure on the other guy. God damn it, I forget his name. Do you not have the highlight, Jamie? It's going to be tough with the fight pass, huh? It's out there. It. What is uh, Homeboy's name? Uh, watch Ricardo Lama. Ramos. Is that it? It. It's uh, the, the, the headline on that was real weird. I'm just gonna pull up the video. Sorry. Let me see if this is it. Yeah, that's it, right here. Boom. Oh, 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, he Damn. just goes, he goes stiff. Oh, that's a broken jaw. Oh, yeah, for sure. Fuck. Yeah. See, show that again. It's a uh, hamos is how you say it. Oh, so he, he lands it once behind the yep. air. But watch then, this one. Doom. Show that again from the very beginning. Again, keep the volume up. Go to the very beginning. That has to be so hard if you're for us. Yeah, man. Just over three minutes to go. Pretty good overhand right there from Zahavi. Yeah, Hamos is thinking about it spinning. lands here behind the air. Right there. I said Hamos is thinking about spinning, and that's when he did it. Oh, Boom. God damn. Two in a row. Oh I think he stunned him with the first one, and then I think the second one, just look at his face. Dude, his jaw his was distorted. fucked. Yeah, just got smashed. Nothing worse. That's a perfect example, though, of like how good <sighs> elbows are. Like yeah. If someone gets really good at spinning elbows. You ever see Gaston Bolanos fight? No. You're also not going to break your elbow. Right. You can smash people in the face. Sometimes guys have chunks of shit, though, floating around yeah. their elbow. Yeah. Like, like splinters. Uh, like Anderson had some stuff removed from his elbow. And Jacare did. Jacare had some stuff. He had so much stuff removed from his elbow that it like filled a cup. Like he put like pictures of it fluid. online, like chips. I've had, I've had chips to drain my elbow like a motherfucker. I just put to put a needle in and just keep draining. I just it. suck and pus yeah, out. Yeah, if you watch my uh, Tashir fight, right, literally, I'm in the back of the stage, like draining it because it kept right filling up. Right before the fight, yeah, because I was worried that because uh, he was a wrestler, I was like, if he takes me down, I'm gonna throw some elbows. Right, and I'm like, I got this fucking baseball pad here. I gotta drain it. Oh wow. Yeah. Was it painful or was it just swelling? No, it was just swelling. It was just, it was just stupid. It felt, yeah, like, it's like I had a big titty on my arm. <laughs> I had a tit on my arm. And we yeah, just kept see, draining it. Do you find the pictures of Jacare's uh, uh, debris that was in his elbow? Because when uh, – I think I showed it to you before. When we looked at it, we were like, what the fuck? Like that was in his elbow? Like it's like a cup of it on the operating table. Ugh. Like, there it is. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's all the years of jiu-jitsu, huh? Just grinding on people's face. I think it's probably not tapping. And then it's probably sparring. You know, you got to think he's doing a lot of kickboxing sparring. What's True. that other? Click on that other one. Is that a, a consp- size comparison? Someone else. Yeah, that's oh, someone else. Go back to his again so we could stare at what was inside his fucking elbow. That's crazy. Look, chunks. It looks like, looks like teeth. corn. And, looks like teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some of it is probably God cartilage. Damn. Some of it's probably bone. Um, a lot of people are saying, you know, Anderson Silva has this fight against Kelvin, but Ooh. they're like, Anderson GSP. Ooh. I feel like that ship sailed, though. Well, I'll tell you what. If Anderson lights up Kelvin Gastelum, it's not sailed. Like highlight knockout? Yeah. Flying knee, KO. At like 85? He hit, like he hit Bisping. Remember what, when he hit Bisping yeah. with that flying knee? And then Bisping came back and won. Yeah. Anderson is, that was crazy, right? Like Anderson thought it was over, walked away with his arms up in the air. It's a weird fight. And he, he he hit him when Bisping was calling for his mouthpiece. Bisping was like, "No, I need my mouthpiece." Boom! Flying knee to that's the jaw. That's on Bisping. You got to know. Yep, that's on Bisping. How about he comes back and wins the next round? I know. Tough as shit. There the it fucking is. Fucking British zombie. Boom. See Anderson. If Anderson wins in a big way, look at that cracking Michael Bisping cracking Anderson Silva. That was crazy too. And he knocked Anderson down. Hell yeah! Everybody was like, "Oh." That's one of the greatest fights on in middleweight history. Don't sleep on him. That's what made the Bisbing kind of legend there. Yeah, it was a big fight, man. Huge fight. That was a big deal, you know? I mean, look at that. Boom. And dude, and, but also Anderson's so much taller than Kelvin. Kelvin's issue yeah. at 80, 85 is size. Yeah, but I'll tell you what. Kelvin has stupid hand speed, man, and beautiful combinations. Way he fucked up Vitor. Like, dude, who's fucked up Vitor like that stand-in before? Yeah, I mean, just, Vitor's ta-ta! old as fuck. 
Fuck. You're right. Old, been through wars, been beat up. But but then look Golden Snitch. Golden Snitch was like Vitor. You're Golden good. Snitch yeah, changed, much gonna drain. Change the future of Vitor Belfort. Change the future of everybody. Yeah, but even before the Golden Snitch, just the whole getting rid of the testosterone replacement therapy. For sure. Before. But think about you know when he when when Kelvin uh, again I love Kelvin I think he's actually a natural one seventy I think he's going to yes. be better at seventy because look when he went against a guy like Weidman who's an upper echelon right. eighty fiver it's just a different level man and when Weidman's they're bigger and just game. as fast and technical you're it's just it doesn't work like that and Weidman has a crushing top game phenomenal crushing. grappling game yeah especially his top game his his ground game from the bottom got exposed a little bit in the Rockhold fight. But also shows you how good Rockhold's top game is because Rockhold is a fucking monster when he gets on top of guys. Rockhold's a black belt. Rockhold's a black belt on the ground. Legit. Top, but bottom, so, super legit. Right, but so is Weidman. Correct. Weidman's a black belt on the ground yeah. as well. I just think his his bottom game is not like this top game is insane. Yeah, he gets on top of you like exactly the way he did uh, Kelvin. He gets that choke down on you, that head and arm You're choke. In You're fucked. But he just doesn't have the ability to get up or to be very good defensively off of his back the way some other guys do. No, bottom's tough, man. To be really, really good, you have to be yep. such a high level, such yep. a high level to be effective and like be a threat down there. Yep. Yeah. And Brockhold is also used to sparring with Kane and used to sparring with DC all the time. He's used to constantly grappling guys way, way bigger, way heavier, way stronger. So he's so, so nothing fucking strong. His top game's so strong. He's a monster. When he got David Branch down and he's on top of him, oh mounting him, he clamps those legs together. You're like, oh, he's fucked. He's not getting up. Branch is a Henzo John Donaher black mm-hmm. belt, too. He yep. made him look you know, kind of silly. He smashed him. Smashed Once he got him. to the ground, just smashed, smashed him. him. So, like, him versus GSP would be crazy. Lock, uh, Rockhold GSP? No. Yeah, Luke Rockhold GSP. Oh, no. Yeah. No, no, him no. versus GSP would be fucking crazy. Are oh, you saying uh, Anderson Silva GSP? No, I'm saying Anderson Silva GSP would be interesting. Lock Rockhold versus GSP How would be How dare crazy. you? No, crazy. Crazy. Crazy if you're a Rockhold fan. You think Rockhold That ain't smash a fight. Him? Oh, my God. Yeah. Tell me what Hulk you think smash. would happen. Hulk smash? Yeah, whatever you want. He's, GSP's just too small for him. Especially if he has cardio issues, Rockhold can go, too. He watches fights, you know, his strike force day fights with Jock Gray and Tim Kennedy. Like, he, mm. he can go. That boy can move. Yeah. That's a bad idea for GSP. I know, but I'd still pay to see it. Hell yeah, I'd pay to see it. <laughs> I want to see. see I'm interested in seeing GSP against a real top-level middleweight other than Michael Bisping. Like Are someone you? Else. I'm not. Yes, I'd, rather, I'd rather see him at 70. I do, too. I want to see him at 72. But I'd also like to see – I mean, I'd like to see if we're right about him carrying that extra weight. I'd like to see if we're right. I mean, if That's I was fair. in his corner, I wouldn't say that. If I was in his no corner, I'd say, that. look, we're going to go to 170, and uh, we're going to spike Tyron Woolley's punch. Faraz, Freddie Roach, like, no, nah, middleweight's yeah. really not where we should be at. Yeah, I would tell him at uh, 170, if you go down to 170, you fight in a title eliminator fight against Colby Covington or someone – Someone who's like an up and coming guy at once. Not fight Woodley right away? I don't think Woodley's going to fight right away. I think Woodley's going to be out for a while. If I had a guess. Then you do an interim belt? I, don't, I mean, I don't know what the real extent of his shoulder is, but uh, he's I've, commented I've heard on it a little good. bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've heard it's the not same. Good. And he, he's starting to do some kind of outside the ring stuff. He has a show on TMZ, mm-hmm. has a podcast, he's in movies. All that stuff's great, but I, w- I would like is to see it. Him. Not really. I mean, not if it, not if you're trying to be the best in the world, right? I don't believe. I don't believe in this day and age of mixed martial arts, you can do that and still be the best of the best. Is he able to train at all right now? Do you know? I don't know. He looks in. It's you know Woodley, so he takes care of business, right? So he's probably doing he always, something. Yeah, I'm sure. But I'm sure. if his shoulders fucked up, he's probably not doing any real intense. 
grappling or anything where he's got to really swing his arms around. Your boy DC's fighting uh, Ozdemir, right? Ooh, that's the Are you crunk for that fight? Ooh, Ozdemir's scary. Yeah. Ozdemir's he's scary. been working dudes nonstop. He fucks, he fucks you up. He gets you in the clinch and he lands bombs. It's his hands, huh? He's got giant hands, dude. Shake his hands like shaking his table. Yeah. How long, how long do you think that fight hard. is on its feet for? 30 seconds? Over most? under 30 seconds? <laughs> Daniel Cormier is going to Does DC it. come out in a singlet or how's uh, this work? You know what I'm saying? He's going to give him his fucking mile high privileges. Yeah, man. He's, he's going, he's he's get going that airborne. Hook. Yeah. He's going airborne. DC's a monster. Yeah. I mean, people forget, but watch what he did to Rumble. You know? The man handles dudes. DC's I mean, a Kane. tremendous, tremendous wrestler. Did DC say anything to you about Kane? Kane's starting to train. Yeah, Kane wants to get back in it, you know, but he's he's had back surgery. And so it's a pretty significant injuries, knee surgery, back surgery, shoulder surgery. He's had a lot of shit wrong. So he's trying to make sure that everything goes the right way. Meanwhile, Francis and Francis Gano's in Vegas oh, just oh, oh, oh. at the fucking UFC lab just getting just <laughs> filled with whatever the fuck they're giving him. Just, all right, Kane, come back to that. What do you think they're testing him with? Like, what kind of shit are they doing to him at the UFC lab? If the UFC is smart, they'd be like, this is our guy. Like, and Dana yes. said this. Dana said he might be the future. Well, I mean. Tell you what, man. Look, he's got to fight Alistair motherfucking Overeem. And you can never sleep on Alistair Overeem. No, Alistair's a way, the most decorated striking yeah. fighter in the UFC. If they, start, if they start standing in front of each other and Ngannou starts moving forward and he doesn't protect that left leg oh, and you're... Alistair starts slamming meat into that left leg. No, you're gone. Yeah. Alistair's way more technical. Yeah. Way more technical. But the thing about Alistair is Alistair's fucking leg kicks are some of the most underrated aspect of his game. So is his grappling, though. His People always forget how good his grappling it's is. It's just he can't he can't take a shot the way some of these guys can. How dare they take a picture of Uberim? That ain't yeah, Overeem. Uber no, Overeem now like runs backwards and shit when you throw right hands. <laughs> that's it's Brock Lesnar. It's working, but. That's the Brock Lesnar days. Right? Yeah, that, that's Uberim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that ain't real. That, that ain't real. Yeah. That ain't the guy he's fighting. <laughs> Might as well show a picture of Wolverine up there. That is not him. Mm, nah, maybe. No, no. I, I don't think so. That's a no. photo shoot. Okay, go to his last fight. Who did Alistair fight? Uh, JDS, right? Knocked him out? No, he had one more fight since then at least. JDS, I think he knocked Mark out. Mark Hunt? Is it when he, he murked Mark out. Hunt? Yes, that's who it was. He knocked out JDS before he fought for the title. That's right. Yeah, so him versus Mark Hunt weigh-ins. Is that the weigh-ins? Yeah, see, that's real. That, that's the that's smooth real. look, yeah. Yeah. He's still, you know, he's still, still jacked, still a great athlete. Hell yeah, but... But he's not steamrolling people the way he used to steamroll people. Well, he he, he flatlined Mark Hunt, though. Dude, he did flatline him with that knee. But, like, remember when he fought Todd Duffy in Japan? Like, that was... That was full Uberim, right? Mm, uh, Uberim was also... Oh, my God. The Uber Brock Lesnar fight's the best. Yeah, look at that knee. That's insane. That is a perfect placement. And he's got some of the best knees in the fucking business, man. No, he's so talented, man. Now that Usada and the Golden Snitch are like, now you got to fight for reals now, mm. he's using his technique. Yeah. He's being a lot yep. more smarter. Look at that again. Watch this. Boom. Oh, how dare you flatline Mark Hunt, you son Boom. of a bitch. That is a full flatline, too. Boom. I'm a Mark Hunt fan. Yeah, me too, man. Uh, I think he's done though. I mean, they, uh, since they pulled him off that card, you, you don't even if he flies out here and does the test, they don't want him to do. Well, he's got to do it now. But they offered it to him before, and apparently he said no. I don't know what the story is, though. I mean, I I know he has one story, and he has a story that he thinks involves the lawsuit that he put 
on the UFC after the Brock Lesnar fight because he says that they knew that Brock Lesnar was on steroids and that they made him fight. That's him his anyway. lawsuit, but the, the yeah. only the only defense of that is you know Dana said this in his statement. He goes, "Hold up, we had him headline two cards, yeah, and we paid him one point six seven million dollars since then." Since then, for one fight, yeah. he goes, if the lawsuit was an issue, why the fuck would we do all this? Also, yanking him off a card, this is crazy, I'm defending Dana here for a fighter, but also yanking him off a card for a pay-per-view in Australia hurts the UFC's business model. Yes. So yeah. they, they would, they're also protecting their ass because it's on record that he says he's having brain issues, yes. and then they put him in a main event, and it's even bigger deal, then you're really going to sue the fuck out yeah, of him. Yeah, and he said it's only when he has a couple of drinks. That's when he starts slurring his words. Preach, he, bro. He didn't say it the right way. You know? No, if you, if you look at that interview, it, it really wasn't based off that. It kind of got right. a context, but you know, Mark Hunt does have to own up. He did say he that. He did say it, and he said it in an interview. But he thinks they pulled him off the car because of the lawsuit. I don't think so. It doesn't so. make any sense. It doesn't make sense. Because he's like, oh, because Verdum versus, I forget the guy he's fighting, it isn't a, that's not a big pay-per-view for Australia. It's not a big card. Right. Mark Hunt is a huge fucking draw in Australia. It was designed to have him fight on that card. He's f- yeah, he's fighting Marcin Tibura, yes. who's a striker. Yes. So Verdum's going to pr- most likely take that guy to the ground. And, and, you know. Your boy Walt Harris finally fought again after getting yeah. fucking. But did you see the fight? Yeah, I did, man. And you guys were like, yeah, I don't think he's a bad dude. He blatantly meant to kick that dude blatantly. in the face. Right? Blatantly. We're on the same page here. Well, once we watched it again, we listened to the part where the referee says, stop, stop. And he's right in front of him. And he's he still throws like the kick. like this. Yeah. And he throws he that says giant leg. He got caught up in the whole thing, and it's a fight. And I believe him. Nah, but, come on. But, but look, that means you got caught up and you decided to kick that guy anyway. Like you couldn't pull it back in time. Well, whether you're caught up or not, it's a he, cheap shot. He didn't I pull it from. back in time. No, you kicked the dude in right, the face while right. the ref was between you. Right, you wanted to hit him. Yeah, that's a cheap and shot. And you didn't pull it. To, yeah, it's not good. 100%. 100%. No, it's just a cheap shot. I don't think Walt Harris is a bad dude. But he did something bad. Yeah, he did something bad. You yeah. fucked up, whatever. You fucked up. Let's not crucify the guy. Yeah. yeah, it was super dirty. And at the end of the fight, like when that dude got uh, illegally kicked in the ear, that was literally nothing. Yes. You know? But you have to think about what happened before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what happened? He got poked in the eye. Oh, no, he got hit in the nuts. He thought he got hit in the nuts. He moved away. And Walt came after him, threw a punch. The referee said stop. And then he threw the head kick and caught him with the head kick. Pretty clean. Pretty clean. I don't. Was it enough to stop the fight? No. It was like a slap to the face more than it was. It's still, like, a, it's still a heavyweight throwing that whatever 17-size yep. yep. shoe he wears at your face. No bueno. He's enormous. Yeah. It was, but it was a hard shot. And then, you know, he had some time to recover, and then he beat the shit out of him again, and then hit him with the illegal shot. And then they asked him, the, the doctor talked to him, and... God's, he, what's his name? God Beer? Oh, yeah, God oh Beer. God Beer. God Beer. Yeah, and God Beer said he couldn't go on. But, I mean, that's fair. I mean, he got yeah. kicked in the face. Like I said, I don't think Walt Harris is a bad dude, but I'm, com- he, he I'm conflating the two fights. Yeah. I'm conflating that with the um, um, Curtis Blades fight. I didn't see the Curtis Blades fight. Okay, that's where I fucked up. Because the Curtis Blades fight was a cleaner result, but also an illegal shot. It, Curtis it, was beating the shit out of this dude. This was uh, Olenek. I was, and Olenek yeah, was the I guy was thinking who you beat- were Walt Harris and Godbeer. I got confused. Yeah. The Godbeer-Walt Harris, 
thing did not look like it was enough to stop the fight. No, but it was a cheap but shot. It was a cheap and shot. And if God Bear was like, yeah, I'm fucked up. I can't go yep. on, then he won the fight, which I is agree. the correct decision. The other fight, Blade. which is where I fucked up, was Blades and Olenek. Blades is beating the shit out of Olenek, and then um, he went to throw a shot that would have been an illegal shot, but he didn't really hit him. He just towed his ear. He hit his ear with his toe. Oh, and they, good, baby. But the referee saw that there was contact, so he said, look, I have to stop it because it was an illegal shot and there was contact, and he brought the doctor in, and only Nick was done. But he was done from the beating that he took yeah. before that, so Blades won. Oh, good. Yeah, That's it was fair. good. But it was like super confusing for Curtis. He thought he was getting disqualified. We oh, had to calm him down, and, and he had beat the shit out of the dude before that. And you could really tell that the toe just barely touched like him. Like flicked it there. Bla- yeah. That Curtis Blades, uh, he trains with all my guys back in Denver. Everyone's, I mean, they're saying he's the next big thing. Everyone's could super be. high on him. If he keeps going, if he yeah. keeps going, he keeps getting better. You see him better in every fight. Yeah, I mean, his striking has a ways to go, but they're like, but dude, he had, last year he had none. Yeah. And this year it's getting better and better and better. Yeah, he got leg kicked quite a bit by that big Russian dude. That Russian, that was the same Russian that. who knocked Travis out. Is that him? He strangled Travis. Yeah, the Oli Nick. Yeah, yeah, that motherfucker doesn't just not go away. Did he strangle Travis? Yeah, where did he knock he him got out? Him in like a sideways rear naked choke. Remember? Oh, that's right. He's just yeah. a fucking neck cranker. He's the guy that won from Ezekiel from while he was mounted. That's right. He let the dude mount him and sunk the Ezekiel in arm. I guess that's his shit too. Yeah. Like he he's done to people. multiple people. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so goddamn strong. I'll tell you that, man. He looks scary. He, when he gets a hold of people, it's like, Jesus. His walkout music. It's like, relax, yes, it's man. Cr- Do you hate Weird. fans? Russian. Mm-hmm. Russian. Like, religious music. <laughs> Did Fedor select your walkout music? It's not working, man. <laughs> Have you seen that uh, documentary yet? Icarus? We talked about this, right? Talk a little bit. Did you see it? No. Dude, you got to watch it. I know. We can't keep talking. Well, the, You'll go crazy. Well, the pro- we, you, you know what the problem next is? Next time I see you, you have to watch it. I have it. to watch it. You know what the problem is? Put, give me an assignment, too, to make it fair. All right. The, the, the problem is, is like I listened to the homeboy who came on and talked about it, and then we've talked about it so much. I feel like I'm good. Yeah, but when you see it. Like if, if you gave when me you a breakdown it, of the first season of Narcos and we talk about it all the time, I'm not going to – I got it. Spoiler you're, you're alert. You're definitely right, but when you see it, the visual, yeah. the way it's done, he did an amazing job putting the movie together. So the way it's done, it like shows you where the building was, where they hid the urine, how they got the urine passed through the wall. They had a fucking hole in the wall. How they opened up the jars. They show the scratches on the jars, and it's like, dude, they – robbed the Olympics. It's crazy. They did the Olympics in Russia and they robbed it. They had a record number, 13 golds, and they were just all on steroids. Here's here's my question for that. So when I see that stuff, obviously it's not hampered, happening just in the Olympics. How, what's going on right now in big professional sports? Because think how much money's in the NFL, NBA, UFC, boxing. Mm-hmm. Like who's in the know? I would love to just be a golden well, snitch. It's, it, you'd have to get, get the kind of – and this is where the UFC should be credited because you would have to get the kind of access the UFC has – and they've given to Nowitzki and the UFC and USADA. Like, what they do is unprecedented in sports. What they do isn't like any other sport, where they just, you're, you're treated as if you're in an Olympic program, like where they could just show up at your house at any moment. Your entire career. Yeah, your entire career. You have to give your whereabouts everywhere you are, all day, wherever you're going to be. It's exhausting. You get, oh, my God. It's expensive, too. Oh, my God. Like, even, uh, what's the name? The UFC Holtworth. doesn't have to do this. No, they don't. No one's asked them to do this. I don't know if it's the best choice, but... I don't think it is. Yeah. In today's climate and environment, look, I'm not advocating cheating. I don't think you should cheat. You guys I think, have a little fun, though. Ah, you know, fun. Like, come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> what are we doing here? What are we doing? 
Let John Jones fight. Hashtag free I John. I don't know about all that. <laughs> you want to know the craziest fucking rumor that I heard Please. about the John Jones thing? Please, sir. This is the cra- and I can't tell you who told me this. This is the craziest one. Yes. The the stuff that he uh, tested positive for, and what that is, this doesn't make any sense. And people are saying that there's so many months out. The stuff that he take, tasted positive when he, was te- when he was tested here and tested there, the stuff that he tested positive takes a long time to get out of your system, right? Yeah. That he was tested positive. You know where else that stuff, find, you find it? You find it in creatine. When they get creatine, sometimes from China, it is, uh, it's tainted with steroids. They use that creatine to cut cocaine. So he's doing the cocaine. There's one of the things that they cut some cocaine with is creatine because it looks like cocaine. God, so he might have got so mixed up got, with a bad batch. If he was partying. Monohydrate ba, cocaine. Ba, 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 partying. John, you want to do a bump? It's really good stuff. Hey, man, I can't test positive for anyone. It's just coke, It'd be out of your system tomorrow, cut. bro. Woo! Woo! Damn, ba, I actually ba, ba, feel ba, ba, pretty ba. swole, too. Pitbull song comes on the radio. <laughs> You start dancing, pitbull song. <laughs> forget about all your worries. Yeah, forget and the biggest forget fight of your life. It all. Let it go. He had that a birthday. Would make sense. He had a birthday ten days out before the UFC fight. Oh, what are we doing? It's like the world wants him to be a fuck up. A birthday? Of course, you knew a couple bumps on your birthday. It's my birthday. You're the world champ, John. Last time you fucked him up three weeks out when you did coke. Come on, man, bro. You barely trained. Um, oh my God! If that's the case, just stop and think about it for a moment. If it was that stuff, that's best cut case scenario, cocaine. Joe. Oh yeah, that's the best it, case if scenario. It's but it's not, and we can track, and we can. Oh, you well, can't you go to your that. dealer. Your dealer's go, Yo, Holmes, let me uh, come in and talk to you about where I get my. Yeah, shit. he's in Columbia, <laughs> Holmes. You guys want to go down there? You're welcome. Holmes <laughs> Stitch you. is down there. Go, we'll take you in the propeller plane, bro. <laughs> we travel yeah. across the border. We go gotta do go that. low. Go do that, Nabitsky. <laughs> How bad you want to catch this guy? You're well. They don't want to. They're not in the business of drug enforcement, right? <laughs> they don't want to catch that guy at all. And no, the guy's not going to admit. He's not going to give you a baggie of his Sir, shit. Is this the plot of Narcos Four? Is that what's <laughs> Did John just write Narcos 4 for us? John, John didn't tell me this. Some, somebody no, I'm told just me saying, this. yeah. Somebody told me this as a rumor, which sounds crazy, but then Red Band was the one who called the dick pills last time. Red Band said that if he's taking dick pills, like if the guy does coke, he tested positive for coke. And Red Band was like, if he does dick pills, or if he does coke, he's probably doing dick pills. And I was like, what? And so Red Band brought a bunch of them in. He's like, do you think there's any, anyone knows what's in these things? It's true. He's like, they have steroids and all of them. He goes, I've taken Cialis. He goes, and I've taken this stuff. He goes, this stuff's way crazier than really? Yes. He says it's madness. The, the he says you want to fuck like a wild animal. Really? He said your dick is hard as a rock. Was yeah. this the best promo for dick pills ever? It but the seems thing- like, but they're gas station dick pills that you're <sighs> getting from some fucking third world country. If you're a world class cook- athlete, probably shouldn't be doing <laughs> that shit. They're cooking them up in a, a, a bucket that they used to have paint in. Yes. 100%. <laughs> I mean... Rhino uh, seven thousand. Yes, Red Band. Dude, I don't I'd be think so scared to take anymore. that shit. Brian won't take them anymore, and Brian takes everything. And he won't take Rhino seven thousand. Remember when uh, they used to have that Life cereal commercial? Mikey won't eat it. He hates everything. Brian's the opposite of that. <laughs> Brian, <laughs> the, Brian will take the, whatever you give he's him. He's like, let's go. Fuck it. <laughs> let's see what the the Rhino pills do. The, my my only but skeptical. He, it, he did. And he was right. He did. But my skeptical hippo eyes there is because again we're constantly looking for and there's smart people around John. So with this stuff, yeah, there's Clomid in there, but Clomid is a masking agent. There's a lot of masking. This wasn't agents. Clomid. 
The, John, they found, I thought they found Clomid in his oh, shit. Oh, oh, oh. The old one. Yes. I thought you mean the new one. No. The new one was what? What was it called? Uh, some Russian zebra steroid. Yeah. Torn, Tornaball yeah. or something. Yeah. Tornaball. Tornaball? Tornaball. Ain't that a bitch, though? If you're yeah. John, you're doing a couple of devil's dandruff and just whatever. It's your birthday. If that's the case. But they have found the Clomid. They did find it in those dick pills. I mean, it was in there. There, there It is, but also- That makes like sense, I, though, wouldn't it? Like, it's a- it's It does. It estrogen does. inhibitor? 100%. But, but it's also for something else. It's also for if you've been running, you know, gear, and it, you take Clomid to recoup right. things. So it's in there. And like I said, you have a lot of smart people around you where when the public hears dick pills, like, oh, it's not bad. Right. Come on. Right. You need right, a Conoco. Right. It's all good, baby. Right. Here, go fight again. Right. So then now, right. uh, if it's cocaine, he should be all, we're, we're We're not looking at four years. Well, you got to prove that it's cocaine. First of all, this is pure speculation on my God, part. we got to go that get I, that cocaine. If I was a journalist, if I was like working for ESPN, oh, you don't have three sources. they would have already had me pulled out of here. Oh, you and I would both be fired before we get ESPN. Fired. One, for our social media. Two, because when I go, my sources, the one guy that is in the business, <laughs> that, whose ball's deep usually in this stuff. No, I'm not, I'm not Aaron Hawaii. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm wrong 90% of the time. I just yeah. like to talk shit, man. My sources say. My sources. Hmm. Yeah, I don't have to cover with three people, hmm. but your guy, the, the who knows who it is. Maybe it's the cocaine dealer, but no, they should my, track him. If I'm John, I'm hiring some private investigator to f- track some shit down. It's too late, though. My guy that does not. I cannot tell you who my guy is, but he does not have a vested interest in anybody being correct. He just has what he. <laughs> Dana White. No, no, no. What's not? No, I'm too. I'm, he has what he has is a possibility. And he also was saying, and even if it's true, good luck proving that. No, you're you're screwed. Yeah, you're fucked. You're fucked. You're fucked. Because oh, all all the commission knows is tyrannical or where the fuck it is. I would like to find out from people who actually know whether or not this is possible. Creatine I, and cocaine? Yeah. No, no, no. Not well. That I've heard is true. I don't think I looked it up though. I think I heard it from other people. I just Googled it and saw it a bunch of places. Yeah. So yeah. they use creatine. It's bro science. See what if, we're doing. That's what we're <laughs> that's doing. That's what we're always doing. Yeah. That's what I, I have my master's in bro science. <laughs> so see if, see if uh, it's proven that creatine tests positive for that stuff. Because uh, that would be very, very unique. Tyrannobol contamination creatine. in creatine. Specifically creatine, apparently. Um, and a lot of the stuff that you get if you're buying vitamins you're getting in bulk and you're getting a mixed places and we had uh issues the early on batches of alpha brain they didn't contain all the stuff that it was supposed to and that it was uh it had some stuff that we didn't even put in there it had traces so of we stuff. had to change labs do you, do you want to buy some right now sure we can buy some it's a dollar one to five u.s dollars per gram what's it coming <clears throat> cholesterol acetate raw steroids steranobol malaysia source teranobol creatine cycle god damn, damn. how much so is this it is the very first thing that popped up how much damn. is it five bucks oh shit so imagine if you get see, swole for that's the, the thing there's so much that they sell online that's bullshit but i bet a lot of this stuff is real steroids the, i agree what but is this bet betley industry limited i think if you've got some shit that's like website. sort of legal i bet you could sell it you'd test positive for it but you could probably sell. Dude, a lot I've of taken stuff. a lot of fucking supplements in my day, and I never flagged. I mean, I've taken the GNC stuff that's like extenders, mm. testosterone, nothing ever. Hmm. And if you're John, what the fuck are you doing? See if um, is that what does that say? Is that just showing you the supplement itself? Think so. See if you can find creatine contaminated with tyrannobol. See, 
See that? That's that? what a lot the baseball players get busted for. You can for. just buy it that way. Yeah, but don't write <clears throat> Chinese creatine tyrannibal. Just write creatine contaminated with tyrannibal. Because apparently, uh, more than one person has tested positive uh, in various sports from in, creatine specifically. In baseball, shitload. Yeah. yeah. Well, creatine works. I mean, hell yeah, it gives you a fat face though. It makes it, you swell up a little the bit. The monohydrate doesn't. The the there's a oh, really? there's three of them. The monohydrate like holds water. Mm-hmm. So Is that you, it? Yeah, so you retain a shitload of water. You get a fat face. Yeah. Yeah. You get thick though. Uh, you get strong. Real, real yeah. weight on this. It's this is legit. from a forum, but it yeah. says there's forty two supplements that are sold at GNC that can trigger a positive test for Tyrannibal. And wow. at this point, this was in twenty fourteen, USADA had only found seven of them. But so. were any of them creatine? Um uh, just see, did 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 anything come up when you Googled creatine contaminated with tyrannibal? That was, that was that the was very it? first All thing. That stuff. Mm. So one of any of those things are creatine. See, that totally makes sense, man. I mean, if you wanted to sell the creatine that's the bomb, yo, my creatine make you gain mad weight, son. I'll buy it. Yeah, for the regular dude who just goes to the gym and look good on Tinder, I just want... Hell yeah, I just want to look, look swell, son. Trying to slide in them DMs. With yeah, these trying to swipe eyes and try. He has that Polo Costa body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll take some of that creatine monohydrate. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> no, creatine does work though. Like as a legit oh, yeah, supplement, that legit. shit really. Works. If you want to get like yeah. big and strong creatine, son, it's something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, it won't you pull do, your hammy, but whatever. It won't do what steroids can do, but it'll. Get, oh no, yeah. you, you won't be Vitor or Uberim yeah. or, or, or John weight. Jones. And you definitely bitch. get stronger. You definitely 100% get, a stronger. get stronger. Yeah, it's legit. But it, also, if you eat a lot of red meat, creatine's in red meat too, mm-hmm. so yeah. you're good. Yeah, I've got this guy coming on. His doctor who's a fucking all he eats is red meat. That's Sean, it. Sean Baker. Yeah, he's on a Does carnivore he look like diet. Shit? No. He's fifty. He's jacked. Is he? Does fucking sets of deadlifts, does box jumps. Is his skin purple though? No, he looks like a tank. Really? Yeah, he doesn't look like he's doing drugs at all. I'll look him just up. Like, there's a bunch of videos and pictures of him and shit. I'm very curious to see. Like, I, I've never heard of anybody just even just advocating eating only meat. I've always heard the ops. I heard if you eat just red meat, like your cholesterol, your blood pressure, it's hard to break break down in your body. Like, it's not the way to go. I heard the less red meat is the way to go. Mm, that's not totally right. Um, because most of what you get when you get high cholesterol, there's a giant, there's a lot of debate a lot when of it comes factors. to high, high cholesterol. But, uh, but dietary cholesterol is apparently not a big factor. Really? Genetics are a big factor. Sedentary lifestyle is a big factor. What about just uh, digestion, all that red meat? Yeah, it'd be hard. I would wonder. I would wonder. But I wonder if, like, maybe it's not that hard. Maybe it's the illusion. I think this, there was a study that was done on red meat. Um, that was talking about uh, what percentage of people got red meat or that ate a lot of red meat were likely to get cancer. And the criticism of that study that I read that was really interesting said, this study is not differentiating between what kind of meat you're eating. It's not talking about eating steaks. It's talking about just red meat. So what are you eating with that red meat? If you're eating red meat five times a week and you have a higher likelihood of cancer, it's entirely possible that you're talking about cheeseburgers. It's entirely possible you're talking about fast food and bullshit and sandwiches and stuff with a lot of simple refined carbohydrates, a lot of trans fats. Who knows what the fuck's in the food? Yeah, you're not saying, oh, did you eat grass-fed beef or bison five days a week? Or did you eat bullshit five days a week? Did you eat a fucking sausage McGriddle? You know, who knows what the hell's in that thing, right? You know, like, what are you eating with it? Is yeah. it bread? Are you eating it with pasta? Like, what you, how often are you eating refined carbohydrates? Like, all these other factors could also be contributing to your heart attack. And may, they might be the difference. But it's like one of those things gets put out there, and then it just yeah. stuck with me. Like, fuck, I can't eat too much red meat, man. No, you can't it's hard to digest. To 
Well, that's the, I don't I want to look like I Hulk think, Hogan. I think balance is probably good for everything. You know, I think it's probably good to eat a lot of fiber. I mean, it just seems like you, you shit a lot. That seems good. Like when I eat a giant salad, I take massive dumps, and it comes out like a water slide. <laughs> like whoa, yeah, it just <laughs> push. That's maybe what it's or, to be or, like. or if I want to hear what Homeboy has to say, maybe yeah. he can just eat red meat like a goddamn caveman and be great. Well, he's doing it. He's he gets all his vitamins from that too, which is insane. Apparently really? A lot, yeah. He's taking supplements. For I don't know. Sure. I would like to ask him. I can't wait to talk to him. I'm, I don't know if it's the right move. I don't, but here's the thing: it's like the right move for you is not the right move for him. It's not the right move for that dude out there. It's Correct. Like everybody's got a different. Their everybody's body's different when it comes to that. And some people just react really well to like all fish. Like you were doing that for a while. Yeah, I was going pescatarian. How'd about that go? Two weeks. Just it was two cool. Weeks? Well, a little bit. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. It's like, all right. You know, I get bored of fucking fish. Mm. I like to mix things up. I like to challenge myself with diets. But then sometimes, I, sometimes it's like, I don't feel great. I'm not doing it anymore. I yeah. don't feel great doing that. I gave it. To, to be honest, I gave it over four weeks. Pescatarian. I was like, I don't feel great. I'm t- I'm sluggish in the morning. I feel like I don't have a lot of energy for my workouts. I'm not doing it anymore. Damn. Then I had red meat and I feel better. Add some carbs. Get the meat back in the system. Yeah, dog. Dude, you never even eat elk yet. No. Next time. You're, just, you're giving out elk like fucking. Come on, I'll give you some. All right. But next time you're here, man, I'm going to grill. I got a grill in the back. Are you going grill? Did you see the grill? No, I'll show you. Oh, you guys are doing campaign on Saturday, huh? Oh, can't, can't make it. I can't, I can't make, make it. You can't make no, it? No, I can't make it. Yes, it makes me happy when you can't do it when I can't do it. <laughs> I hate being a hater. But Callan texts me. Or you text me, you go, campaign Saturday. I go, fuck, I'm in Nashville. I was I'm gonna, like, maybe I should cancel Nashville. I already had something that I, I promised I was going to do. Yes. I had to pull out of it. Family stuff? Yep. <clears throat> well, what are take you going to do? Take that. Yeah, take that indeed. Yes. Dude, I can't wait till the day we do only Fight Companions. That's going to be fun. I'll do like one event, one live event a year. That's going to be my next contract. You just work at Mass Square Garden <laughs> for the biggest card of the year? That's exactly what you should do. That would be amazing. That's exactly what you should do. That would be hey, amazing. Can, can, I, can I say this without getting a lot of hate? I'm sure I'm going to get hate from everybody, but and you perform at Mass Square Garden. I don't get the big like hoorah with Mass Square Garden. Like It's old as fuck. It doesn't look that cool. It's the Mecca. I know it's the ma- I know every- and everyone's sports and but the it's New York like, Knicks this is what it's like. shit in forever. Have you ever been Muhammad to Rome? Muhammad Ali hasn't fought there in forever. No, I get it. Do you been to Rome? It. I've never been to Rome. Well, when you're in Rome and you just walk in the Colosseum, you're like, holy shit. This is the, the fucking Colosseum. And obviously the Colosseum has way more history. That's what I want to see. I want to see a fucking fight in the Colosseum. Yeah, That's what they should that. do. Connor versus GSB. In Italy, in the Coliseum. You're on to something there. <laughs> you fight, saw that bitch out. <laughs> the, the pure MMA fighters list right now, I fucking hate these two. This these is what two they do. are They assholes. only sell a thousand tickets, and they only sell a million them in Saudi dollar Arabia. ticket. Yes. Just Dubai's China, up in that bitch. Dubai. <laughs> it's all the ballers there. Everyone's just covered in gold yes. and shit. Mr. T and started got kids. Whores and lined up too. Ferraris pull up, yes. Ferrari Lamborghinis. That's it. Lamborghini limousines. Caviar going through the aisles and shit. Tuxedos. Champagne. P. Diddy changed his name for a fourth time. <laughs> did you hear P. Diddy changed his name again? No, he didn't. Yes, he did. To what? Love. Brother Love. AKA Brother Love. <laughs> hey, man. His, he just You're wants to be called Puffy love. to me. I don't no, no, no. He said he's not going to respond to Puffy or Diddy or P Diddy or any of those monikers before those previous monikers. He goes, I don't feel like I'm the same person. I'm not that guy anymore. You know what? And Which I, hear I feel you, all the time, but me, I'm stuck with my same fucking. Yeah, name. me too. I like to change my name for that same. I don't reason. like being known as the fighter. I like to change my fucking name. Yeah, 
Um, what would you like to be? I don't know. You come up with something fresh. Like I, know, a I need something cool. If you're like a rapper, I need something cool. Like be smooth. Yeah. Yeah. Be smooth. Be laughing. <laughs> and please welcome your host. Be laughing. Be laughing. Hey, I be laughing. This is Brother Love, by the way. Oh, the OG Brother Love. Oh, wait a minute. Wait shit, a minute. Wait son. a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Well, if you can do that, can you do that? He did it. Well, that seems that seems. I'm going to call myself the Superfly, dude. You can't do I'll, that. I'll call myself Superfly like Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Hey, can, that's can, my new name, bro. Superfly, dude. I'm not mad at that. Superfly, and you only answer Superfly. That's hey, it. None of my previous monikers, bro. That's Sean you, Combs. I won't <laughs> respond. I respond to all the ones that Puffy won't respond to, and Superfly, and, dude. You that, can call me Puffy P Diddy. <laughs> That's when you know you just don't have the right people around you. When you can just change your name and won't yeah. answer anything else. That is hilarious. Oh, hell no. Do you think he was just high as fuck? Because he seems so high, he seems scared to talk to the camera. Pull up the video. He seems scared to talk to the camera? Yeah, because I know when I get so high that I'm scared. I love Brother Love's skin tone. Amazing. God, what is this red? Powerful red. He's on the beach and he's got like a white hat on. Like a... Like a uh, and it... Like a straw hat. And it's him that, announcing he's changing yeah. his name? And it's like, I just want, that's it, that's it. Give me some volume. Hashtag take that. <clears throat> Give it to, to play it for the serious, beginning. Serious news. Um, I've been playing on this, and I, I decided. Oh, you prayed I know on it? it was risky, because I knew it, it could come off as corny to some people. Like, yo, I decided to change my name again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just not who He's so serious I am before. Well, I'm just not who I, I get something it. Something different. I get different. it. So my new name is Love, aka Brother Love. I will not be answering the Puffy, Diddy, Puff Daddy, or any of my other monikers, but love or brother love, okay? It's my birthday. I feel good. God is the greatest. I give all glory and I thank my mama and daddy. Mwah! What the fuck is he smoking? Amazing. Play it again. Play it <laughs> that forever. That was kind of great. <laughs> Play it forever. He's so high, he's barely alive. It's serious news, though. He's been praying on it. I know it was risky because I knew it, it could come Gucci off as corny. Shirt. Dude, my car off is corny. Like, Yo. <clears throat> Do you think he comes off as corny? Nah, it feels right there. pure. Change my name again. Oh, dog! I decided to change my name again. Dead serious, though. Yeah, what's going on, man? Before. I got some th- serious things in my life. I'm so- my girl's uh, breaking up with me. Dude, yeah. did he walk back in there and I was like, "Bro, you changed your name." Yo, you changed your name again? Like he's like he's on vacation somewhere playing golf, and it's like. This edible kicked in. I'm gonna go back here and change my name. Uh, I bet he thought about it for a long fucking while, and I was like, "I'm gonna." Look, do you it. can see his hand holding up the phone. That's hilarious. When you zoom in, dude, see his hand holding up his phone, talking to his phone. I think sometimes you just smash life in every fat, every lane that you just become a little crazy. Hashtag take that. Hashtag take that. <laughs> Hear that? Take that. Take that. Take that. Take that. Dude, yeah. <clears throat> that I don't dude. know. Hmm. Seems like an odd choice. But hey, why not? Fuck it, he did it twice. Do I, it again. I was in a gym. Diddy, in, I was in, I was in a gym in Hollywood. And he came in, wanted to work out midday. And he wanted everyone to leave. 
Oh, that's adorable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck getting me out of there. However, I, he let me stay for whatever reason. I don't know. Maybe because I looked like I was going to put up a fight. But he came in there with a truckload of bitches. Did he? And oh. was working out with all these girls, dancing around him. Uh, I was uh, nervous, uh, too, uh, around uh, him. Uh, uh, Hell yeah. Uh, 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 uh. He's about to do some Kevin Spacey shit to me or something. I don't know. I was nervous. Were you really? I was a little nervous. Hell yeah. He had his his whole team around. They did shut down the gym. I was on the bike looking all cute. They kicked everybody out. A lot of people had to bounce that bitch. So they told people, hey, I know you paid for your dues and you're a member here, but that doesn't matter because this guy means more to us than you do. Basically, private gym. Private gym. Oh, it was a private gym? Private gym. Oh. And they're like, yo, we need you to get out because <clears throat> P. Diddy's here. Private gym. I said, I got 10 minutes. I ain't going nowhere, that? bitch. What kind of private gym is that? There's a private gym for uh, high-level athletes and celebrities, yeah. I don't want to give the gym out because I don't want to shit on them for that this. gross. I know. I just can't believe they're kick- Like, why? He can't work out with people? I, he didn't want people in there. I don't know. <clears throat> Maybe he's super weak on the bench or some shit. He had like 25s on the. He's trying like, I can't let bitches see shit. this. Oh, that's it. That's it. Right there. <laughs> he, said, he said, trying to do calf raises. Just yeah. do some bullshit workout. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened. He's about to do some fucking jazzercise uh, <laughs> shit. He didn't want anyone to see it. All he does is that uh, that abductor adductor machine. Where it looks just like you're squeezing your pussy together. Just and some, spreading your legs. Just some straight <laughs> Nonsense all day. By the bro. way, that shit is phenomenal for your guard. Hell yeah, the abductor, abductor yeah, yeah. The thing Susan for Sarandon sweeps. shit. Yeah. yeah, Susan Sarandon. Is it Sarandon? No, it's- <laughs> I forgot her name. What, she what was, is her name? She was Summers. Yes! yes, dude. I used to jack off to her videos when I was a kid. How dare she you. was bad as fuck. Yeah, but she she had the spring that you push with your pussy. That shit was thigh legit master. though. The thigh master. Yes. Yeah. Was it real? Does it really work? Uh, if you she sell a thigh master, you should have to show your thighs. Like, let's, see what, <laughs> let's see what we're working what with. We're, yeah. Dude, what, she was hot as fuck back then. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, she was pretty hot. Dude. Long legs. She was uh, one of the classic stories in Hollywood of negotiations gone sideways. How so? She was one of the big stars of Three's Company. And there was some sort of a negotiation that didn't go well. And they removed her from the show. They wa- I don't know if she wound up quitting or she wrote out the contract, but on at one point in time, company. Yeah, at one point in time, the the thing had gotten so bad that she was only appearing on the show on the phone. She'd be like on the phone calling in, what and talking. The hell, yeah, yeah. It was weird. And then they replaced her. They replaced her with a new girl. Damn. <coughs> she yeah. tried pulling a ball and move, and Hollywood was like, what? Yeah, I don't remember the, the full details. I want to say that it was like a manager decided they were going to play hardball with the network because it was a big hit show. That's some Roger worked and a shit of Hollywood. Here it is. The crazy story of how Suzanne Summers was fired for asking for equal pay on Three's Company at the peak of her fame in 1980. So I guess John Ritter... Was probably raking in all the cheese with son. <laughs> all the cheese. Can you imagine if they made Three's Company in today's society? I did. Uh, no way it gets greenlit. I did an episode of News Radio with John Ritter. He was, was he awesome? Super nice guy. Like weirdly nice. And people always say that about him. Yeah, like, people just, say great things. Genuine nice guy. Dude, how about your boy on your show House of Cards, Kevin Spacey? Woo. They say he's super screwed, screwed. Well, you hear what they were saying about the the actual set. He would just be grabbing guys' dicks on the set and cornering them and shit. God, dog, just the ultimate dick diver. Just relax. (laughs) Well, here's a little insight into that. His brother did an interview where his brother was talking about, um, I think, his dad raping his brother. Like, really heavy-duty shit. 
and his brother is dressed like Rod Stewart in the 1970s with crazy hair and some yellow leather jacket with rings on and shit or something like just crazy yeah, fashion. Lost his shit. And you're like, what is going on? You realize, oh, these two probably come from an extremely sexually abusive household. And he was talking about how he thinks that, and I don't know if this is pre or post allegation because I, I literally only watched like two minutes of it. I read a little bit of it and I watched two minutes of it. And then my little fucking chipmunk brain was like, next thing, please. Yep. See ya. And, uh, but he was um, talking about how he thinks that Kevin Spacey became an actor because he hated his life and hated like what he experienced growing up so bad. So he wanted bad. to be someone else. He wanted to be someone else. But God damn, was he good at it. He was an amazing actor, but I don't think his brother was... I don't, I don't know if they even addressed his sexual abuse allegations. Damn. Because like, I didn't really get into it. That's some heavy See, shit. See if you can find it. <clears throat> Dude, scary shit that it went on for so long. This Harvey uh, Weinstein shit is, is scary, too. Jeez. You know what I found? You want to see something crazy? Here, I'll send it to you, I'd Jamie. I'd like to see something crazy. Uh, I found some shit from 1947. Hold on one second. I'm gonna Dude, how it. ugly are all these sexual predators, it's, too? They're hideous. Like, you're not going to see my boy Costa getting accused of sexual yeah, that guy, assault. He's you don't sweet. need to, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it is, they are hideous. But it seems like this was what they did in Hollywood. And this is the reason. It's the culture, why. right? Like yeah. the, these guys are products of the environment. I'm because there's a lot. Right now, Jamie, See, if you, would you be able to put this up? It's a text or email? Yeah, a text message. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, here, I'm going to send it to you. Because this, uh, this is crazy. This is from this woman in 1947. And she was talking about this very thing this Kevin Spacey thing. What is it? On his brother. Uh, says the price of betrayal and deviancy how an abusive childhood at the hands of a vile Nazi father turned Kevin Spacey into a quote monster whose life was a lie. Wow. Damn. Kevin man. Spacey was born Kevin Fowler grew up in a Nazi support with a Nazi supporting father. Uh, older brother Randy recalls being sexually abused by father Thomas aged 14 while mother Kathleen turned a blind eye. Oof. Listen, I, obviously what he did is horrible, and he's a monster, but God, man, you feel bad for him. You, you know do feel saying? bad. Uh, Jamie, look at that text that I sent you. Um, there's, this was, uh, again, this is from 1947, and it was uh, Maureen O'Hara, and she charged Hollywood producers and directors with calling her a cold potato without sex appeal because she refuses to let them make love to her, says the Mirror New York correspondent. She says, in quotes, I am so upset with it that I am ready to quit Hollywood, Maureen says. Uh, it's, got, it's got so bad, I hate to come to work in the morning. I'm a helpless victim of Hollywood's whispering campaign because I don't right, let. Oh, let the producer and the director kiss me every morning or let them paw me. They, they have spread word around town that I something not a woman, am, am not a woman, then I'm a cold piece, a marble uh, statuary. Hmm. Wow. Jesus Christ, man. So that's, that, that just shows you. How long it's been going on. That this is probably what they <clears throat> always did. These fucking. And there's so many more monsters. Like uh, these guys are the product of the machine. <clears throat> well, yeah, I mean, if you're an intern and you grow up seeing that and then you become some sort of a studio head and then you see you see that everywhere around you and then you're doing it. Yeah, it's, it's literally the product of the environment. It's like it, that's the nature of the business, which is horrible to say. And now it's finally out there. Yeah, the Kevin Spacey thing is crazy. 
it's Super crazy because it's all like a lot of 14 year olds that he was grabbing their dick. Shit. Fuck, man. And then what you see, Harvey, <laughs> fucking Harvey Weinstein just looks like pure shit. He tried like going in a disguise at like a sports bar or some shit. You see this? No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. Sir, you he are tried. six, five, 300 pounds out of shape. He tried. Your face is everywhere. <laughs> he tried to go into a sports bar with a disguise. Yeah, yeah. They, there's like a picture of him at a bar and people are like, you shitting me? Like, he, what are you doing? He really thought he was going to sneak in? Yeah, that, that's like the mountain from Game of Thrones sitting at a bar. We're like, no, well, no, everyone knows what the fuck you look like. Well, look at this. He wigs out. He's wearing a wig and makeup. Let me see it. Let Phoenix see it? restaurant. hardly see that. It's, I mean, it's hard to see. You sure that's him? Yeah, that's him. That picture. Yeah, but that picture looks terrible. No, it's a horrible picture, but that's it's hard him. to tell. He's been in the Phoenix area where he's completed a one-week outpatient rehab program. Jesus Christ. So crazy. Bitch, you can't put a hat on and a wig and think we won't notice. <sighs> Dark shit, man. Right above it, it said Johnny Johnny Depp uh, to sell homes <laughs> to pay debt. Yes. I still love that guy. He just goes off. Yeah, he's just Imagine as crazy. much money as that guy made. He's still just spending it. Could lose homes to repay $5 million loan. Wow. Just sell so, one home, son. But that's not good. That means he doesn't have $5 million to pay a loan. And he has like 14 houses he owns. Better, hey, Disney, better strike up another pipe. Can you imagine if you went on a, just a hurricane ride of cocaine for like 17 years, and all of a sudden you woke up, and you're like, <coughs> <coughs> I owe what? <laughs> what how, how many houses? Who fucking let me buy all these houses? 18 houses? Mm. Are you shitting me? I wonder why he's suing his business manager. like, you knew I was on coke? <laughs> <laughs> you let me buy 14 houses when I was on coke. God damn it. Poor bastard. Hey, man. How many years after retiring from boxing is Floyd Mayweather broke? <laughs> uh, the, I mean, the Conor Ten? fight alarms me. Uh, five. Five. Probably five. Five. Does he make the comeback fight at like 46? No. No, no, that ship sailed. You don't think so? Uh-uh. Comeback fight at 46. Nah, it's just too sad. His ego's too big. And the I market's not there anymore. I think he tries to talk Conor McGregor into a rematch. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Do you see Conor's statements about that? No, what did he say? He said, I'd beat him in a rematch. Adorable. Yeah, I know. It's like, God damn it. Yeah. Come on. Well, he would have to do something extremely different in his training. No, no, no. There's, it's just not. It's, he's never beating Mayweather in a boxing well, match. He didn't it's even look possible. like he was punching him hard. Right, it looked like uh, he clipped him with that one hard uppercut, but it looks like Legit he was pacing. Shot. He was pacing himself and and saving his energy. It's just the, it's just not the way to go. I get what he's doing, but it's just not the way to go. Yeah, but if you're making a hundred million dollars, it's a hundred million dollars. If he could sucker people into doing it again for a hundred million dollars, well, what do you think the UFC? What do you think the UFC is going to have to do to get Connor back? Because Connor, you know, Connor had his movie. Um, premiere, which I guess destroyed the box offices in I Ireland. I don't know how many premieres they have out there, but it's the biggest, most successful Irish movie of all time. That's so crazy. Yeah, which is crazy. It's so crazy. Um, but they, it's so crazy. they asked him, what do you have to do? He goes, oh, we're not, I don't have bosses anymore. We're, we have to be partners, which yeah. is a legit point. Yeah, it's a legit point. He's a different business entity. But I think part of the point is going to be that he can't talk about it. I agree. I think the deal's going to happen, and then you're just like, no, I'm fine, normal contract. Because UFC's like, yeah, we get it, bitch. We're going to give well, you some money. There's also the issue if you're negotiating that you go public with this negotiation like that. You don't want to talk about that. No. 
I mean, I guess he does for his brand because it makes him look like a super baller. They've got to pay Connor now. They can't just fucking keep him on the same deal that they had before. God, do you, do you trust Connor not to say anything? Well, for Connor, part Disclosure. of his thing is disclosing it. It's part of his his swagger. It's how much money he's. It's making. what makes him Connor McGregor. Yeah. he's beating the game, which is We've why we like the him. Game. Yeah, it's got to be parody now. Yeah. It's got to be, can't be the old deal. Yeah. Can't be the old deal. So you think they give him a, a part? I think if I was the UFC, I would do what it takes to be in the Conor McGregor business. Now, do. I don't know what that means because I don't know shit about business. <coughs> it means you're giving up a percentage of your company. I think you got to give up a percentage if you want a percentage. Okay? Look at 94% like this movie. Fucking Friday. Fucking amazing. It's fucking amazing. 94%. It's out Friday about all the movie theaters here? I don't know about all, but it, yeah, I think a lot of them probably. Find those fucking 6% piece of shite. <laughs> Chase yeah. them through the streets of Dublin. Just 6% of Nate Diaz fans? Yeah, what is that about? Who are these 6% fucking haters. haters? Super haters, right? Pure haters. Yeah. Ridiculous. So you're not getting the Nate fight then if Tony and uh, Connor fight? Say that again? You're probably not getting the Nate fight anytime soon if... No. Because Con- Connor- Connor's team says, too, that Tony's the next fight. Like well, his think- management says that and Dana says that. So what do you do if you're Nate? I think they don't want to do a Nate fight. Who does? Oh, you think uh, Connor does it? Uh, I, think, uh, I think they think Nate is a big fucking guy. He's long. He's a rough fight. They had Rougher a real- than Tony Ferg? I think they're both rough fights. They're both? Neither they're one both- of them fucking one of walk them in the park. But after coming off of that real hard fight with Nate, maybe he thinks Tony's easier to hit. No. Oh. Although, well, he hit Nate a lot too, though. Yeah, he did hit Nate a lot, but and Nate, it's at fifty five. But plus, plus, which is going to get more? What's going to get more hype? Nate. I agree. I agree. But if Eddie was here; he'd argue. He'd be going crazy. Tony's a star. He's, He's a, a superstar. Star. I went. Eddie got to relax. Yeah, but you know, Eddie trains him. Yeah, we totally understand. 100%. Look, I want to. I thing. honestly want to see each fight equally. I really do. I don't have a favorite. I would love to see Nate and Connor go at it again. I would love to see Connor go at it with Tony. I literally do not have a favorite. I love both of those fights. What happens if you only get you get one fight out of Connor? Connor goes, I'm only fighting once. Tony. I'm gonna let Joe Rogan be the guy Tony. who decides. Yet Tony, Nate, or GSP. Tony. Tony. Because we haven't seen him fight Tony before. We've seen him fight Nate twice. GSP is such a long shot and it's a different weight class. It's one seventy. I mean, that's all that. I mean, GSP had talked about going to fifty-five at one point in time. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. That would that would take a long fucking time. From from, from the people who I know who are super close with George, what they want is Woodley and then a super fight with with Connor. That's their game plan. Why do they want Woodley? Seventy champ. Mm. You're not going to vacate eighty-five. Eighty-five doesn't make sense. Dangerous fight. Hell yeah, but they're all dangerous. All dangerous. All of them. Are, Everybody 80, 170 80, 85, is a monster. It, that's just unrealistic. That ain't happening. 70 makes more sense. But look at what Dana said. Don't call him a liar. I'll call him right now. Did you say he's a liar? Here he hates he me. He said, Robert Whitaker. Here he hates me anyways, so he can't get any worse, so I don't give a fuck. But I, I, I think he has to say that. There's a lot of things where, you know, he's a, listen, I know he's your friend, but he's also a promoter. He's the best promoter in the game. Right. So he has to say certain stuff so there's or just not a Wild West. maybe George really wants to fight Robert Whittaker. It's entirely possible George really likes it at 185. Who knows? I don't know. Not happening. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't but know. I'll, it, it's not I'll like take it. it's not like yeah, I'll take I'll it take too. It it's not like Dana's word is bond here, where you know he hasn't said outlandish shit before to hype a thing. Let me ask you this: What do you rather see? Do you rather see him versus GSP versus Robert Whitaker or GSP versus Woodley? Um, God, that's a great question. I got my answer. Yeah, Whitaker, right? It's yeah. so fucking exciting. Because yeah, Whitaker can knock his ass he out. He can knock anybody out. And he's aggressive and he's he's very technical. His striking is fucking wicked. He's wicked. What would I rather see? Yeah, I'd rather see Whitaker GSP. Oh, okay. If, if I'm on GSP's team, he's fighting Woodley. Really? Whitaker ain't a fun fight for him. I don't think either fight's a fun fight for anybody. Neither's fun, but at 85, there, there's a lot of his, his stamina. There's a lot. The, mm-hmm. It's just not fun for him. Well, it's interesting because Robert Whitaker, the 185-pound interim champ, used to be a 170-pound fighter as well, and he was stopped by Wonderboy. Yeah, that's true. Mm, but he was draining himself to make 170. And Whitaker, again, we're talking about a 26-year-old guy who, when he changed weight classes, was probably only 23. Yeah. Right? Was Young. about three years ago? Yeah. His last loss, right? Yep. Yeah, he just couldn't make the weight. He was no. just training himself. And it's he's harder to make stout. weight when you're when you're older. Mm-hmm. And he's pretty fucking stout at uh at hundred and eighty five pounds. I mean he's not he's not a small one eighty five. He's the fastest eighty five in the world. Were you shocked by um Musasi? The Musasi fight? Uh do you think that shows you like how good the Bellator guys are? Yes and no. I, I do. I think Bellator's at a level. Certain guys are at a level, but I think Musasi, if he, if he hears the interview, and he, he was actually pretty funny in it, but he was like, I had one fucking eye, man. I literally had yeah. one eye. He closed my eye up, so I was just going off instincts, and Shomenko's very tough, man. Very tough. So I have one eye. He's tough. That's what you get. Yeah, he caught him with one big clanger. But he was he was pulling the Brandon Vera where he was like, before he even got there, he was like, I'm going to be champ at middleweight, oh. lightweight, heavyweight. I'm like, whoa. I think everyone's going to go Thug Rose now. Hey, I just want to be the a good cool person. God, I just want to be a good person. That. I want to be myself. You can't do that, can I'm going to you? kick your ass. And she's like, our father will in heaven. I'll be that was man. some scary shit. <laughs> we only got room for one rose. But she did it, though. I know, man. I'm very happy. Me too. That left hook was That filthy. was one of the most uh, intriguing fights on the card to me. I I gotta be honest, and I, again, I've known Rose, and we have a, a history in Denver, and we have the same coaches, and I love Rose, and I bet on her just because she's such a big underdog. I and I predicted, I thought she was gonna get, she was gonna be a lot of trouble because Joanna's mm. just so goddamn technical. Yeah, but I think Joanna didn't respect her, didn't she? Kind of overlooked her that that championship. You know, those those obligations you have as a champion, I don't think people realize what comes with that. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people go, every, yeah, I think it was Dana said this or it was Ron, like, everyone wants to be a champ, you have to do championship shit, which you got to sell the fight. You're the reason why the pay-per-view is selling. There, there's mm-hmm. a lot that comes with that. So, And it's, it's George retired because of it. He's mm-hmm. like, dude, I can't relax, man. Yeah, we don't get to see it very often, too. You know, like, we don't get to see it. We, we see little clips here and there but we don't know what their schedules like all the phone calls they have to make all the interviews they have to Connor do talked about all it all day long remember he backed out of that when they wanted to do that fight he's like no fuck me i'm not doing all that media that's right remember you guys they, are killing me they were gonna they pulled him from the car yeah he was yeah. like cool i don't give a fuck yeah. i need to train like you yeah. guys are having me do all this media circus stuff yeah. i gotta focus on the fight man right and he and they put him through more interviews and than anyone ever of course because that motherfucker's requested. never met a camera he doesn't like and think about it he was like no no i'm yeah. going crazy yeah yeah. Remember when him and Aldo, they did that world tour? Yeah. That was ridiculous. Nuts, man. That world tour over, was over, crazy. Over. How about the, and then the the Floyd Mayweather tour? That was that schedule was nuts, and I was just the commentator yeah. on that bitch. I was exhausted. Yeah, how crazy was that, that tour where they would stand in front of everybody and talk shit? 
Like I told they, they I organize told them a after shit after two cities, it'd be tough for the best comics in the world to come up with new material six nights in a row. Yeah, let alone these two fighters. Yeah, like the first two cities you saw, they had their shit together. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Then after that third one, I was like, "What are we doing? What do you think? Were they, were they selling tickets to that, or they were giving it away for free? I think they were giving them away, but it was packed. <laughs> I've never seen some shit like that. You ever. were there live, right? How yeah. many different ones did you go to live? I went to all of them except for London. How many have were there? I went to uh, let's see. I went to Los Angeles, um, New York, and Toronto, Damn. and then they did London. So I went on all. Damn. And the biggest what Toronto? I've never seen anything like it, man. Really? Never. Wow. People hanging off the rafters to get a piece <laughs> of them. It was nuts. <laughs> Scary shit. There's no one like him. It's weird. You know, there's a lot of great fighters right now, but there's no one that has the same enigmatic persona, this fucking quality that makes everybody want to be around him. No one on the planet. Like, there's no one even a close second. There's never been a close second, has there? Nah. No, nah, like as far as like popularity, he's like the biggest By combat sports athlete ever. Because who else could go from <clears throat> one sport to the next the way he did? No, it's just perfect time and perfect style, but... The the talent right now at 55 and 70, I, it, again, I was looking at 70, I'm like, oh, my God. The yeah. UFC is operating at such a high level talent-wise, it's nuts. In Insane. certain divisions. Other divisions, it's Jesus Christ, we need some life. Do you think you could ever talk George into fighting Connor? 100%. I'm, I'm telling you, Joe. Think that can happen at 170? Well, I'm telling you. When I tell you my guys who are super close to George, their plan is Woodley, Connor. Now, really? a lot has to happen. And these guys are, you know me, brother. I'm the, yeah. Hey, man. Woodley, if, if George comes back and beats Tyron Woodley, first of all, that would cement him as the GOAT. He's the GOAT already, let's be honest. Who, Coming who, back at 36 and winning the middleweight title, moving up 15 Finishing pounds, him. Finishing pounds. Put, putting him asleep. But it's still, <clears throat> like, that's accomplishment GOAT versus, like, technique GOAT. Technique GOAT is Mighty Mouse. Who's Mighty Mouse fighting? Nobody we like always that. go through this. Nobody like that. Look at George's resume. Yeah. And, and, and you're talking about non-USADA days. It's true. When it was the wild fucking West. Well, and that's, that's... Creatine, that, what? That's a question, Least of too. our worries. That's a question, too, about... Creatine in the yeah. bag. <laughs> well, I got to wrap this up. Yeah, uh, tell everybody where you're going to be. This week... Let's see. Thursday, I'm in Charlotte. Friday, Saturday, Zany's in Nashville. Killing on the road! Yeah, son. Sunday Friday night. Show, killing Sunday road. night, Columbus, Charlotte, Nashville, Columbus. Let's do this. Dfatk.com. Yeah, uh, I'm at the Ice House Friday night, Pasadena. Two shows, eight and ten, almost sold out. Holla! I love the Ice House. It's the best. See you guys. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, and thank you to my underwear that cradle my junk right now. You can get 20% off the best and softest underwear and now socks that you will ever own. Free shipping and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you go to meundies.com forward slash Rogan. I was jumping on the slash before I even said the M. Did you know the, the slight S sound? It came it was like meundies. Meundies.com forward slash Rogan. Again, 20% off the best and softest underwear and socks ever. Free shipping, 100% satisfaction guarantee. MeUndies.com forward slash Rogan. Thank you also to Stamps.com. Never go to that fucking post office again. Four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale without long-term commitments. Go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in J-R-E. That's Stamps.com. Enter J-R-E and never go to the post office again.
All right, we did it. So tomorrow, folks, two crazy-ass shows, one um, one crazy-ass show with Paul Stamets. We're going to talk mushrooms. Should be fantastic. This guy's amazing. Um, he's going to blow your mind about how complicated fungus is, how mushrooms might be able to save the world. And I'm not even just talking about psychedelic ones. And also, we are going to have uh, the recap of Sober October with Burt Kreischer, Tom Segura, and Ari Shafir. It should be awesome. So that's a doubleheader tomorrow as well. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.